Hello and welcome to Elite Cadre, the Hordes and War Machine podcast that doesn't take itself too seriously. I'm Mike. I'm Alex. I'm Kurt. No one interrupted Mike. Yeah. I'm Ben. Poor form. Uh, well, I just I thought it'd be a bit mean. He's on painkillers. He's, you know, that's fair enough. Not been too well. He's on his last legs. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. No, no, last leg. I lost the other one in like January or so. So you know, <laughs> I lost two in the war or something then <laughs> just to clarify that i'm not laughing at genuine genuine misfortune <laughs> you you've not genuinely lost your leg have you <laughs> no i do still have both legs one one is one is quite battered but it's still there definitely i'm aware one is is you know, very close to falling off and the other one uh, is shorter than the other it, yes for, for and one, the other one is actually uh, yeah let's not talk about that anyway one. moving on yes should we do some news? Yes, we should. Alex, lead away. Okay, so there's been a, a few models released since we last spoke. Um, we're not going to focus on those, though, because I'm sure your other regular podcast will have given plenty of attention to those. Um, we'll focus before we, uh, before we go into kind of the... I can't speak words. Words are difficult tonight. Okay. The first thing we're going to cover is the, uh, the SmogCon December update. Um, that was released today. Uh, so this is for anyone who is attending SwanCon because it is now unfortunately sold out. Um, there is a reserve list going though, so if you do feel like attending, sign up for the reserve list. Um, so the, the main things at the update um, was the the venues um, and the timescales for the hangouts with the staff have been confirmed. Uh, it looks like it's quite a, uh, a packed schedule they've got. Lots of painting going on, some hangouts with the uh, with Matt Getz, the RPG writer. Um, some tattoos as well, on Oh, we know we know how to pronounce his name. Apparently now. Okay. I think Just it, from yeah, that's from from Primecast. I'm pretty sure it's Matt Getz. Um, I may be wrong. Goats. Um, there's also uh, some tattoos as well happening on uh, Sunday. It would appear. Uh, not got clarification on that one yet, but uh, yeah, Sunday the 19th of February. Staff Proper scrambles. Excellent. Well, yeah, it says staff scrambles 10 a 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Matt Getz, Will Hungerford in the Monarch Suite tattoos. Excellent. So. Go figure. Um, yeah. Well, indeed, indeed. Um, there's also put up the rules for this this year's uh, P3 competition. There are three categories uh, in that this year. I'm going to get those up for you now. Confirm exactly what they are. Uh, so you have there's a group, single and large. I'm going to I say just double check that for you. Talk amongst yourselves while I do this. This is great radio. That's <laughs> right. While you're doing all this, I'm reading about the Trouble book, so I'm looking at other news. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Well, that, that's another thing. We, we've had a, a new release out today as well, which uh, Kurt's very happy about. Mad Direct Three. Yep. And Trollblood Command Book's out. Yeah. Is it out today as well? Yes. According to the release date. Yes, today. Indeed. So in theory, there should be theme forces in War Room shortly as well. Uh, are they coming in? Oh yeah, two new theme forces. Excellent. Yeah. Well, I can't. I, it's, it's been difficult. I'm pretty sure the the categories on there are single miniature, large miniature, and group. So. Make it that way you will. But again, all that information is available at smogcon.com. Um, there is also, within the update, um, a picture of the goblin pirate, uh, I don't know what the best word to describe him would be, spyglass operator, um, who bears no resemblance to any character, fictional or real, living or dead. Um, looks very nice. One of the, the cool things about that as well is that uh, he's been sculpted with a number of hand variants, so you can customise him to how you want him to be in your army. Sounds inappropriate. Yeah, it is pretty inappropriate. So it's a lovely looking miniature. So anyone who is going, who is staying in the hotel, will get that miniature along with the uh, the Alvin Mage Hunter that's been sculpted it, as well. 
Yeah, it's it's not just a, a selection. It's a selection for each hand. So you can have yes, the, yes. the, the spyglass or pistol. You've got a hip flask or a wine bottle, I think. And then a hook. Uh, no, so the, the, there's, there's five options, effectively. Two of them are specific for the left hand. Two of them are specific for the right hand. Yeah, You've that's got what I'm saying. Spy- so, so the yeah, left hand is either a wine bottle or a hip flask. No, 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 it's spyglass. So, so there's a spyglass for the right hand or the left hand. Slightly different spyglasses by the look of it. Um, well, that's why I've interpreted them to be. It looks like it's a spyglass. No, it may no, be a wine no, bottle. No, no, no. It, it is definitely a wine bottle. It is definitely a wine bottle. It, it, okay, so there's a spyglass, a wine bottle. Okay. A spyglass, yeah. a wine bottle, a hip flask, a pistol, or a hook. Obviously, the hook is uh, interchangeable. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that is really the, the... Oh, the Who's a Boss as well. Um, the Who's Boss miniatures are being painted at the moment. Who, who's uh, rules the Boss for that. Prime? Don't forget. Who's the Boss Prime, yes. Yeah. So you're going to be... Uh, Spinning on a tombola, I believe, is the uh, the idea. Uh, picking out um, an option of one of the three prime and inverted commas casters from each faction. So we're looking at um, Striker, Haley, Kane, um, Vlad, Butcher, and Sorcia. Those sort of very first casters that were released when the game was was first released with Prime. Optimus. Um, so again, Optimus indeed, indeed Optimus Prime. So it's going to pose some interesting in the. Uh, in armies, it's going to be they're going to be posting rules up. Uh, I believe they're going to be in the next update. He said, um, but maybe he said, well, he said he's going to be put on the site for download in the near future, so you can be uh, interesting to see what they put as the uh, the prime casters for Mercs. Yeah, yeah. Well, he did. Um, John did post a picture up on um, on the Smogcom Twitter feed with the. Uh, I think it was on the Twitter. Well, feed just Magnus. That's it. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, I don't think it was just Magnus. I'm going to have a quick look, see if we can find that image name. Again, making for great radio. Outstanding. Outstanding. Um, one thing he has, John has put out there as part of the, the update, though, is that they're looking for Mark III cards for a couple of the casters. Um, so if anyone has spares of Thagrush 1, Carver 1, or Vlad 1, I ask them to get in touch so they can uh, make sure we've got cards available for players to use on the uh, on the weekend. Um, in relation to the uh, Who's the Boss, uh, that will be taking place, I'll tell you now, when that is happening, uh, it's happening on Friday um, from 10:30. There's 32 places on there. Uh, you need one 50-point list with 30 War Beast or Warjack points. So effectively, an 80-point list, 30 of which is War Beast and Warjack points. Uh, you get 50 points to pick whatever else you want with, and then you get assigned a, a Warlock or Warcaster. Uh, it looks like it's uh, Gorton or um, Magnus. Yeah, uh, I think I think from from speaking to John, he's, he's aiming to have three for each one. So. Uh, it looks like, it looks like two for mercs and minions. Okay. Oh, yeah. Just just well, saying that there are uh, there are a couple of baggies next to those. So I can see on the on the the minions, I can see Carver, Barnabas, and Arcadius. And and you are quite right. It's yeah. just two on the on the on the war, on the mercy side of things. But he may well be be adding to that. Actually, so, he he may well do Bart as well. That's uh, yeah, yeah. Because that would fit. Because everyone has to have a Bart hat. Yes, everyone. <laughs> nice. So, um, as well, uh, looking at the um, convergence, that's a slightly unusual one as well. It looks like he's gone for Iron Mother, Axis, and uh, Aurora. And then for the uh, Retribution, it looks like it's Ran, Raven, and I'm not sure who that other one is. So, do we have to drink still with Ran, or is that really old now? <laughs> that, that's, <laughs> that, that's many years out of date. Oh, okay. Um, I'm, I am many years out of think, I think I think John still does do it on um, on Peyton's Mouth John. I think he still does do the... Uh, hey, hey, Ron. The, hey, hey, Ron, yeah. I think there's a, the odd shout of Ron and a, a drink okay. imbibed. 
So is there anything Six else hours. in that small compact? Um, I think that is is everything that I can see on there, unless anyone else has anything to uh, to add to it. No. Moving on. Yep. Okay. So we're going to look back now at uh, well, it's, it's not really news as such, but um, the errata that is 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 coming in January. Uh, there's been a few insider posts uh, that have been published by by Will Schick, uh, basically giving a uh, an insight into what is is going to be happening uh, with the errata. Um, I think most people out there have seen them. Uh, he's followed them up with a series of sort of Q and A's as well, uh, just kind of giving some insight into you know his thoughts on what the what what he means by what he said. Um, so we, we cover off those. Those I think is is the idea, guys. Is that uh... yeah, it's 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 a nice um, kind of slow build up to something that's a, a lot of people are looking forward to to see if it can address the problems they're perhaps seeing in the game and yeah. i would say some of those some of those problems are perhaps more valid than others but we'll see which ones pp consider to be um the most important and i think as well worth noting is that there has been some sort of conversation that i've seen online about maybe the, the insiders sort of promising to do one thing and they're not quite delivering on that but one thing privateer have always been very good at to the advantage or sometimes detriment of their players is, is be very careful with how they release information. They don't really let too much out of the bag that they don't want to get out of the bag. Um, so I think it's you know, people sort of screaming for more, saying, oh, you're telling me you're going to do this and you're not giving us all the information. I'm pretty sure they're aware of that and I think they are offering what they see, what, what they want to give us for now, I think is, is probably yeah. the best way to put it. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. So and kind of from with the, the well, we with the best one in the world as well. Um, the errata release is going to be mid-January, I believe. So yeah, yeah. we are now talking a matter of four or five weeks, yeah. um, maybe six at the maximum, until you actually see what's in here. So and you'll be distracted by Christmas for most of that. Yeah, uh, don't talk to me about Christmas. Still got stuff to do. Inside a post that was posted on uh, back in in October, the fourth of October, this original post was. Um, Will picked up on kind of four key points in the errata. Um, which was the exploitation of the throw power attack, cricks in its ability to handle gun lines, close examination, and potential rebalancing of the top 5% of overperforming and underperforming models. Scorn, yes, the whole faction. Um, so they, those are kind of the four key points that they, they were looking at. Um, and a lot of people's questions have centered around since then. Um, would anyone like to kind of pick up on, on that from there? I think they're just changing the name of Scorn, I believe. That's what I heard. <laughs> Scone. Yeah, I think something Scone. like that. Or Broth or something like that, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I, I think uh, exploitation of the throw power attack, we've certainly seen that at uh, tournaments. Um, especially like with, all over again. Especially with minions armies. Um, yeah. The fact that the, the throw to the middle of nowhere doesn't scatter and you don't need to roll the hit is perhaps something that was not best considered. Um, and I get that they were trying to make um, pair attacks more relevant. Um, and I think, yeah, they went a long way to do that, but perhaps a little too much. Um, <laughs> the, the, the throw to the middle of nowhere probably should scatter, I think. And, and, and that would be a fairly easy change, and it would take away the laser precision with which people are knocking down casters at the moment. Um, yeah. that, that, that's kind of my primary one um, for, for Cricks and its ability to handle gun lines I can't comment because I don't run gun lines and I haven't faced much Cricks so. yeah. 
And one thing, one thing he has said of that in, in one of the more recent insiders, um, let's just grab the uh, exact details here of what he says. I don't want to misquote the man. Um, I think it's in this one here. So he, uh, he mentioned about uh, brute thralls. Um, so he says he's pretty excited about the changes made to brute thralls to give them a bit of counterplay to ranged armies. I mean, it's how, how they've addressed the Pengiver Beast Handlers in Scorn. So, so slightly different aside, but um, so they've addressed the brute thralls. Um, counterplay to ranged attacks, maybe hyper aggressive. I I think that the the simplest fix you could perhaps do with the brute thralls um, would be to give the mech thralls that they're attached to some kind of sack pawn onto the brute thralls and give the brute thralls uh, the minus one die of damage from ranged attacks. Okay, the um, impervious flash. Yeah, that. I mean, that's that's the simplest way I could think of doing it, but that may be too much. I don't know. Yeah, I think impervious flash is maybe... Um... I think Impervious Flesh is the one where you get one dice is minus off any any damage roll. Yeah. So I don't think they get that, but... Uh, I think there's, there's yeah. certainly... If, if you're saying that Brute Thralls are going to be their, their kind of... Part, part of their answer to, um, to gun lines, they're going to have to have some method of survivability in there. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I'll be honest, hyper-aggressive wouldn't help them too much. Um, they don't have enough armor, they don't have enough boxes to really make use of it. They'll just get shot down. Yeah. Um, so we'll see where it goes. I mean, I, I think with 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 all the rules that are in War Machine and with all the things they could actually be creating for this, we it, it's going to be very hard to guess exactly where they're going until they actually say this is what we've done. So, yeah. but wild speculation—that's what we're here for. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, the most fun you can have is wildly speculating. Um, so, how do we feel about that close examination of uh, the top five percent? Of overperforming, overperforming, and underperforming. Yeah, that that is is going to be interesting. I think you know, there's there's certain things that have changed quite drastically from from Mark two to Mark three, or uh, it's not really preferred to be regarded in that way. But um, all new war, all new war. Yeah. So I mean, it's certainly for me as as a minion player at the moment. One one sort of really noticeable thing is is the downgrade to Gatorman Posse. Uh, you know, they were very very powerful in Mark two. Um, really, you know, taken. I, don't, I wouldn't say by by a lot of armies, but then again, I don't, I don't think a lot of hordes armies were taking that much medium-based infantry, uh, from what I saw. Um, but they were better than most armies' medium-based infantry. Yeah. I mean, you look at Circle and their their Tharn Ravagers, um, Scorn and the Cataphract out of theme forces, um, Legion and the the, the Ogrens, the Blighted Ogrens. Uh, Trollbloods, obviously, I think are the exception to that. Everything's medium based, but uh, you know, warders. Um, I think I think they were better than most medium based infantry in the game um, for hordes, at least, and you know, potentially some of uh, War Machine as well. So I think they did need something of a downgrade, but I think they, at the minute they are a bit a bit too squishy, shall we say? So I having played against them, I kind of feel they're they're very close to being in the right place. Yeah, yeah, uh, I think they have more help. I think if. You, for me, I think no you more put back up to eight hitboxes. No, 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 no. I, I think the more medium-based infantry stays at five boxes, the better, because it means yeah, they could they can weather a hit, maybe two. When everything was eight boxes, that was too much. Um, as much as I'd like to disagree, I yes, I know what you mean. Um, I, 
speaking as someone who used to have a whole swathe of, of very high armor eight box infantry it would just because you get you couldn't get through the armor and when you did get through the armor you plinked them and you had to plink them like four or five times to get anywhere whereas now plink them twice and they're generally gonna be dead the third time you hit them even with a hell of a lot of armor so i'd agree there's, there's one or two things that have got five they've got eight and they're right it's, yeah. it's one or two things no i think them i think most medium bases being in the same range as cavalry um is, is about right yeah yeah. So, so what, what would your thoughts, and uh, I don't focus too much on, on posse, but obviously I'm intrigued by your, your thoughts on the matter there. What would your kind of thoughts to improve them be? Um, I think perhaps they maybe need uh, one of their prayers to go back to being um, the plus death in combat. Yeah, I was thinking the same, yeah. Because I think that's the one that, that made it kind of iffy as to whether you were going to take them out or not. Now they're just standard death 12 all the time. You can reliably hit them every single time. But when you take them to death 13, mm. that's, that, that becomes 50-50, and it's a, it's a different ball game. Let me just... Uh, it was nice in the Calandra and Starcross too. I've <laughs> <laughs> got uh, access to Starcross infraction now for minions with uh, one of those mm. And Mercs. Um, yeah, Starcrossed Kayazi. <laughs> no just, one likes that. What were you thinking, PP? Just, I mean, I, I do have to say, there is stuff in Mercs. There's, there's a couple of models that I sit there and go, this cannot stand. Kel, Kel Baylock cannot continue in Mark, in, in Mark III after the Arata. There's just no way he survives. Well, it's going to be interesting to see what does, as you put it, survive and what does get, get changed. It's going to be... I, I think Kel Baylock, if he goes back to a single point of damage on his shots, is right where he needs to be. Three points of damage per shot, he's pot-shotting arc nodes, and it is... It's <laughs> almost unfair. Um, oh, just just coming back to, to Gaithon Posse, sorry, but again, not wanting to get too bogged down. Uh, the prayers that you have at the moment, actually, there is the, 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 the defence one. Um, you've got the... Yes, there is, but only against range. It is only against range, but I, I don't think... Yeah. I don't think they need it in combat. I think the, 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 the difficulty is getting them there, so I think they... The, the, okay. I would potentially look at, at Pathfinder, uh, maybe incorporate that into the uh, the dirge of myths again um, to grant them. Uh, mists never had pathfinder. Was it not mists that had pathfinder? No, mists was plus one death and terror. Mm. Uh, yes, of course. I think. Path pathfinder was a separate one. Yeah. So, so like if they had if, if they had pathfinder on its own as as its own prayer, then yeah, okay, I can live with that one. That's that that would be doable. Um, but the, as I say, I think they're the ones they need to be very careful with because they're very knife-edged. They're slightly underpowered at the moment. Yeah. They're not egregiously underpowered because there are there is some stuff in the game that you just look at and go, why is this so bad? How, how can this continue it, to be? It could be. And one way I mean, to, to, to incorporate Pathfinder uh, would be to make the Predator's Prayer, which is effective model gains Bloodthirst, which is plus two movement when charging a living model. Could be to give it a prayer that when it charges a living model, it gains boundless charge. Uh, I think that's perhaps going too far. That that's a one or the other thing. Either you get in the pathfinder to 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 get you there, or you're going. I know I'm in range for this charge. I want it to be more damaging, or I want to be able to hit. I think it, that's definitely a one or the other situation. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if if you're looking at medium based infantry and calling them underpowered, um, Man of War demo core. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I will honestly say now, reading those was the the, the second thing I saw in Kador that just made me go, oh, 
I can't play this faction anymore. Well, they, they've because... always been underpowered, though, haven't they? The Man of War demo call. They've always, well, since Mark 1, should I say. They were okay, very good yeah. They're very good in, at Mark 1. In Mark 2, you could take them and be very effective with them. Uh, because they had they had a lot going for them. Mat seven, uh, PNS fourteen, with a choice of either two attacks or weapon master. If you use them with the right casters and applied them in the right way, they could be absolutely devastating. Um, in Mark three, with a single attack, no option to have weapon master. Okay, they got a, a, a bump in power. Um, they're just they they weren't what they were. It, it's the second time in a row that they've kind of been stepped on and it was just too much yeah yeah um a lot of people said similar things about the uh the tharn archers as well yeah they they had a step too far on them as well and the bastions so i think perhaps it might be time to just kind of maybe go back to the drawing board a little with a lot of media based inventory i think but some of it some of it some of it is the same problem that i have with a lot of the changes things have changed their roles and it takes a long time to kind of understand that they do different things. I think the Bastions are a good yeah. example of that. I think the Man of, Man, Man of War are just not what they should be, but I don't disagree oh, with the other ones. I was going to say, the, the Man of War shock troops have been moved into a, a, just an absolutely no, I, phenomenal position. Yeah. I, know, I know lots of people disagree with me, but I still think Bastions are completely pointless now. I think they've just changed. I, uh, and they, the general they, consensus, I haven't seen them in ages. Mm. I think Bastions have their place. It's more niche than it was. Um, but I don't think they're so far off the power curve. They're atrocious. I just think they need, they need a little pep up, a little bit of a spring clean. Not too much. Uh, you're currently being the king of uh, let's not change too much at the moment here, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, don't do too much. I, 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 I think that is what will happen, though. Yeah, I, I actually think that um, a lot of the perceived imbalances in, in War Machine and Hordes currently, it, you can actually solve them relatively simply with some minor changes. Because, I mean, uh, the, the, the big one is, you know, uh, uh, Karchev is completely overpowered with his army of um, Warjacks. The, the simplest way I said to, to look at this is, okay, put him back to his old focus level, so focus five, and give him back his old Archantric Turbine rule. Because now he's got countercharging warjacks. If you knock two inches off his control area, suddenly it's far more of a challenge to stay in there and actually make those warjacks relevant on the next turn. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's it's only very small changes that can take a caster between bonkers overpowered and <laughs> okay, this this is fine. Um, I mean, we saw it in uh, Mark Two when. Uh, Haley got changed, for instance. She went from ridiculous to, okay, I'm kind of handle this when she lost the uh, the model unit uh, distinction yeah. on her feet. So I think in a game as big and with as many interactions as, as War Machine has, they need to be very, very careful. Yeah, and, and the, game, the game is young. It's not been discovered yet. It's not been broken yet. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it, there is... You know, I mean, there was stuff that in Mark II that was there for, for, for months and years before someone thought, oh, well, let's, if I put this with this and then do this, then that's a pretty, a pretty good combination. And, you know, what's to say that's not out there at the moment and someone just hasn't discovered that yet? So a lot of this stuff that people are saying, oh, you know, is ridiculous, it's broken, it shouldn't be allowed. Um, you know, there may be equally as much stuff out there 
How so long did it take? How long did it take for Runes of War to be discovered? Yeah, this I was thinking exactly and, that. And, and Elemental, whatever it was called, EE. No, that was uh, fairly quick. That, that came that, out later and was fairly yeah, quick. That was later. That, Runes that was of War a... was the one that took for ages and then suddenly was amazing. And everybody yeah. just stepped on it for ages. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, well, Alex, do you, do you want to move on to one of the later articles and go through that to see kind yeah, of more specific on... One thing that I was I was going to going to ask kind of as a, as a general question. If you go which, back to Gatorman again, Gatorman again, there will be trouble. No, I'm not going to go back to Gatorman. What I was going to say is, what are your thoughts on the fact that PP have kind of announced that these erratas are going to be coming every six months, and when to expect these erratas, um, and kind of giving us the heads up on what to expect of them? Do you think it has maybe created a belief within the game that? Oh well, I'm not going to play yet. I'm going to wait until the Arata comes out and see what it's like, and then potentially start playing again. Or do you think it's a good thing for the game that they've announced it the way they have done? I just want to uh, get your thoughts. I, I am on. probably going to give. Um, I don't know if it's a controversial opinion or not. Um, that situation has always existed within War Machine. So uh, if you're not waiting for an Arata, which people have always done, we've always known they're coming, they were just annual rather than twice a year. If they weren't waiting for an Arata, they were waiting for a release. Mm. They were waiting for a new theme force. They were waiting for some new rules for their faction. They were, you know, you've always had this system of people going, oh, I'm not going to play this because this is going to come out soon, or I'm not going to play this because there's change to this coming. And all this does is uh, codify when those changes are coming. That's all that's changed, um, as far as I can see. Anyway, I, I don't know what the people feel. Do you think there may I be too many people pinning their hopes on the, the January Arata that it's going to fix the game all of a sudden, and there's going to be some sweeping changes, and all of a sudden the game is going to be, in their eyes, a lot more playable? They're going to be disappointed, and there's going to be even more naysayers out there saying, you know, you're told you're going to change things, and what's changed? I don't think we can really assess that until. Dirata comes out. I think, however many changes there are, there will always be people saying you should have changed more. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. My um, my issue with the six month Dirata is keeping up with the game. If you're a regular tournament player, like we all have been at some point, um, it's easier to keep up with stuff. You're going to tournaments every month, every other month, fairly regularly, and playing in a, in a diverse group all the time. Then you'll you'll never be far behind because even if something's changed and you missed it, you'll see it. It will, you might have one gotcha, but then you've seen it, and that happens regularly, and it didn't didn't matter. As a less frequent player now, and I'm struggling to get, I've been now trying for five weeks to get actively get a game, um, and it's my time that's causing it. It's not anybody else. Um, finding those windows of opportunity are difficult. So I, I'm now, I, yeah, the artist makes that harder. Um, you do raise a very good point about about the. Um, I don't want to say the less hardcore or the casual, casual player. Casual, but, casual but, player. I don't think it's disrespectful. Yeah, but yeah, but the, the player who perhaps plays a little less often, um, and it, it is a barrier to entry. You're exactly right. On the other hand, um, now with tools like War Room uh, and with things like the um, the rules forum having the condensed rulings thread that says here are the changes that are not yet in errata, but that are coming or things we've clarified since the last update you do have better sources for that information um it's easier yeah, than it, it ever has been in that context but yes. it's still difficult without regular without regular games now to keep up with the changes in the game it, it, to, the, to the same extent on that that vein though you could argue that 
with the the published kind of this is when the errata are coming there's no excuse for not knowing when the errata is there and having the details there because i guess if it's kind of a more sporadic errata don't know about that it depends, on how, it depends how up to date you are with things online as well because i would say that before i started playing actively in tournaments i wasn't up to date what was going online at all because it didn't have to be it just didn't well, change yeah no, I, I, if, I, I would uh, also say here um if you are for instance just playing your six mates down the club you don't go to tournaments whatever um does it matter it's as when, you do, as when you do a bit of both i suppose it's when you do a bit of both that it's hardest yeah when when you're just playing the same group of people as long as you're all playing by the same version of the rule yeah, set I agree with that. yeah yeah I, I don't think it matters too much uh and, and the tournament players are the people who will get to know these things the the biggest problem comes for the people who want to move out of their small groups and move or to even, the tournament. even do the infrequent yeah, we've all been to events where you see people like we used to go to Ross and Y, and the same people would be at Ross, but you didn't really see them anywhere else. For example, yeah, stands yeah. out. Oh, so um, they'd play against the mates. most of the time there'd be an event, and we'd descend and we'd play, and they'd play against us. And sometimes a few of them would come out of, of that area, but it would um you'd get there was occasional tournament players, which is probably where I would like to think I sit, but not quite because I've played in tournaments for ages. But um, it's um that's the harder area to sit in, I think. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's those people who only come every so often. And um, I, I will uh, levy something against PP here. I, I don't know if it's been fixed yet. Um, I, I would have to hope it is. Uh, but the first set of errata that they came out with, um, if you look in your rule book, uh, there is a section there that says, here is where the online errata will be published. When the first set of errata came out, that link went nowhere. Oh, wow. Um, and I think that, more than anything else, was, um, I, I hate to say this, um, it was deeply unprofessional. Um, I think that, yes, Privateer have done a lot since then to get the faith back of the community, to, to, to work with them, to talk to them, to, to, to get people back on side. I think they've redefined what an online gaming presence, gaming company presence is. I think yes. certain other large British... Um, gaming companies have definitely taken pointers from what they've done because they're following similar suits now. Um, yes, yes. Well, we, we've it's seen happening all over the place now. Yeah, yeah. They're well, following we've the ser- PP model of interaction. They are the best at it, but but yeah. there's still that kind of uh, if you're not if you don't keep it on. I don't keep it on it as much as I could. I didn't know the stuff the troll book was out today. Yeah. I didn't know. Well, uh, just to make a, a, a reference to uh, what you've been saying, um, Games Workshop have in fact in the last several weeks. Um, either launched or in the process of launching their own social hub mm. um, some years after basically removing themselves from yeah. almost any form of social media. Yeah. So they're certainly looking at what companies like Private Press and what Weird are doing. About 60%, and, yeah. Yeah, and, and going, okay, we've we've really lost out here. We need to get people back on side. And Private Press are forging ahead as, as best they can. And when you're in that kind of leadership position for social discussion um sometimes you will get a bit burned um and i think that's unfortunately what's happened um but these these prelude to errata these answering of questions these discussions um and even uh, jason souls talking to the um scorn community over what they could expect to see because um, there's been a lot of information released there and i'm not going to recap that because there's tons of it uh, that release of information there is really valuable to a community in knowing yeah. that their game is, is cared for and is looked after. It's not just a fly-by-night operation that will release half a rule set and then go, oh, see it, we're done here. Mm. Thanks for your cash. I don't think any I, games I, can do that, though. 
I, I was going to say, I think we've all experienced games that have done that. Yeah. What? Um, yeah. What's Mantic's new release this week? <laughs> Do you mean? Do you mean Kickstarter? Is that what you mean? Uh, I, yeah. I, I feel I feel somewhat uncomfortable with that accusation because they have actually gone back to Kings of War um, several times and fixed problems with it. They've they've gone back to Dreadball many many times and fixed problems with that. So even they, although. <laughs> Yeah, you know, the, the the tactics are questionable, and I think there has been a lot of uh, concern over that thrown up in the online community. Um, you know that they certainly do at least try and address problems in their games. Um, yeah, but but I, but I think we've all had I those. Like, <coughs> I think you know, at the end of the day, they 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 do address their issues. It's just kind of sometimes how quickly they do it. I think it's part know, of doing. The, the doing they go about doing it. Yeah, it, it's it's part of doing business in the modern world, frankly. Uh, if you're going to have an online presence at all, you need to be willing to answer these questions. Yeah. yeah. So, sorry, this appears yeah. to have moved into a soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> debate. It's a debate. It's a debate. Yeah, that's it. And I think uh, I don't want to go too much into the specifics of what's on those insiders. I think if people want to see specifically what's on there in any, any greater detail, you know, they're all still available on on the PV website. So they're there. If people want to go and look at them. Uh, they, can know, just, um, the they can just click in your links, can't they, Alex? That's what they should do. I know that was just in, in our private. Yeah, that's that's oh, the private. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. So there, there is there, there's certainly a, new, a lot of new stuff going, a lot of stuff to digest in those insiders, um, and they do address some very interesting questions. Um, stuff like how do we address community perceived problems versus developer perceived problems? Yeah. That that is a huge area to deal with, and um, you know I, I'm. Surprised that Will Hungerford has uh, delved into it, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm kind of happy he has because those are the sort of questions that need to be answered. Hungerford or Schick, you're talking about? Oh, sorry, uh, it was Schick. Yes, you're quite correct. Yeah. Giving credit to Hungerford, and that's apparently just not the done thing. Terrible. No, no. However, if you do have questions for Hungerford and you're in the UK, he will be one of the guests at uh, Smogcon. Yes, yes. Yeah, I've brought it around full circle. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, good work. Very professional. Yeah, so, Sorry, do we God. have do we have anything more to talk about on the uh, errata? I don't think anything more on the errata. Another kind of item of, of news I was going to mention was about grind, and I can ask your thoughts on that. Um, I, I will be honest; I don't really have um, thoughts on grind. It's it's there. It's it's a nice option. Um, it's not something I'm actively looking to play, but it's, I think it's one of those games that if your community is into that. Then you'll get great value from it, but you know I think if 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 there is the resistance from the community to get into that, then that might be uh, a barrier to play, should we say? Because I think it's just one of those games that you need a few people to be playing it to get a real benefit from it. Yeah, well, I think I think that's always the case with any miniatures game. That you you need a critical mass of people to actually sustain it. Yeah, yeah. So, any thoughts, Kurt? No. Nice. Good talk. Good talk. And in no way was I not listening and buying <laughs> trolls. <laughs> you are terrible. What? what? Professional is what I think the word is, yes. At what? I'm not sure. Professional troll. That too. Mm. So, shall we move on to the final news esque section? News esque, eh? Yes. News esque. Go on. Uh, well, as, as some people already know, not everyone. Uh, I am running the ETC at the moment, so I ran last year's, well, Brilliant. this year's event, 2016, and we'll be running next year's event. And some... you announcing this to apologise in advance? Yes, that's it, that's it. Apologies in advance for anyone who has the misfortune of attending the event. 
Uh, no. That's um, <laughs> the big news um, in regards to the venue of the ETC next year. Um, okay. So the, the ETC was originally held at a uh, gaming shop that shall not be named um, in Nottingham. Uh, Maelstrom Games, I'll name it. There you go. Um, so that's where it sort of started. That's where it take, took its first baby steps. Um, after the closure of that, that gaming centre, it moved to uh, Element Games, or well, Northwest Gaming Centre in Stockport. Uh, that time wasn't Element Games. Element Games has since taken over Northwest Gaming Centre, and I held the event there last year, or this year. I keep getting confused with years. Uh, so in 2016, it was at the Northwest Gaming Centre. Uh, next year, um, the event has grown, you know, more people playing. I wanted to give all the players there uh, an equal play experience, uh, which was something, unfortunately, I don't think the uh, Northwest Gaming Centre could provide with the space it had. Um, so we are we are moving, and the 2017 ETC will be held at Firestorm Games in Cardiff. Wales. Wow! So, yeah, it means I, I say it puts everyone on the level playing field. Everyone got, has got access to the same level of facilities. Uh, it also means there should be. An increased volume of prize support. I, um, I just like to say I'm in no way on their website right now buying trolls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So it's the, the the tickets are hopefully going to be going on sale uh, towards the end of February. Um, the event will be on the first and second of July, 2017, which is the first weekend of July. Um, and it would be great if we could sell it out again. So it's going to be capped again at 32 teams to start with. If we do get sufficient interest, I may increase the volume of teams. Um, but that is to be confirmed. Cool. Well, I, w I will say Firestorm is an absolutely uh, great venue. Um, as as we've, we've extolled the virtues of it many times on this podcast. Um, it's been sort of a, ever, ever since they've moved from their smaller venue, it's just been a cracking top-notch place to go. Um, and yeah, Cardiff yeah, can't fault it really. Yeah, no. And one thing as well with with that date, it's it doesn't fall on any weekend of major sporting or other such oh, that's handy. events in Cardiff because there have been occasions when events have you know originally been planned over those weekends and it's had to difficulty hotel rooms and. It is entertaining going out in the mid afternoon in Cardiff on a match day on a rugby match day. I tell you, it's an experience all of its own. <laughs> I'll, uh, oh I'll bear that in mind. To, uh... it, just it just is. So, Alex, what do you say the uh, the dates for the ETC next year were again? The first and second of July. First and second of July. It should be a Saturday and a Sunday. And, <laughs> uh, and, and as always, as well, you know, the gaming centre will be open on the Friday before the thirtieth for open gaming and, and playing. So, be uh, lots going on around the venue. Yep, that 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 is indeed a, a weekend. As I can check on my calendar, so I notice I have find a uh, a Welsh ice cream man though. <laughs> For what would well, you be without ice cream? Um, yeah, you, you you could do it without the ice cream as long as you had the uh, the very nice uh, oh uh, the spit roast pig guy. Right. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, that, yeah, I'm that leaving was... that alone as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was a fantastic lunch that the uh, Welsh Open last year. Uh, Welsh Masters this year. Yeah. Oh God, I just no, yeah. <laughs> it's easy enough. Easy enough done, isn't it, Mike? It's, uh, that's Welcome more. to the future, where everything I, is I've, tomorrow. I've, I've at least got the excuse. I'm hopped up on painkillers, so I don't know what your excuse is, other, exactly. other than being an adult with children who's tired all the time. So yeah, <laughs> I'm an adult without children and I'm tired all the time. Imagine you what it's like when you have children, then Benj. Imagine how it's like when you actually have children. No, I'll be dead. Mm, we all are. Inside. <laughs> Inside, yes. Do you, oh, I'm just looking over, and I have 30 black dragons. 30 black dragons. 
Yeah, they played Kador. I'm not even well. Sort of sex toy? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Black Dragon? Yeah. I, I mean, I think I bought them I think it is. Claws of the Dragon, which no longer, no longer exists. Making oh, it even worse now, isn't it? <sighs> Terrible. Does anyone want 30 Black Dragons? You could just sell 20. Could do. Maybe. Are, they, are they not FA2 anymore? What? Are they not FA2 anymore? Or? No, uh, no, uh, they are. They're just DEF 12 and suck balls. <laughs> oh, that, that's not my experience from watching Kador play. That's all uh, I'll say. No, that's all Warjacks now. If, they, if, you melt, if, you melt them, if you melt them all down and form like 18 mag dogs out of them. Or if you put Iron Flesh on them. Or if you put Iron Flesh on them. Oh, God, watching a Mad Dogs game. Bloody hell. I, not even the person playing Mad Dogs is having fun. Because I think it was against... I think it was into Kador as well. Or Trolls. Might have been Trolls. There were some funny games at that tournament. Sorry. Carry on. See, you, you, you've already missed the Mad Dogs talk we had earlier, Ben. I'm, af- I'm afraid you're just way out of line now. Am I? What was that? You just no, got were... down with the kids. You're too busy eating your biscuits. Yeah. What? So you're basically saying how, how balanced mad dogs were, and there should be no changes made to them at all. Yes, that was what was general consensus was that. Yes, that's all right. Then I'll buy more mad dogs. Invest in mad dogs. Invest oh, in the future. Maybe. What a future that would be. No. No. <laughs> no. Just no. Just mad the, dogs will pay. The, the, <sighs> the best future. The best future. I can imagine right now is like minus three rats to all of Signal. That help. What, do they all put blindfolds on or something? Yeah. Dragon Long Gunners will ever be relevant. <laughs> no. They're about as relevant as they can be right now. <laughs> Irrelevant. Yeah, but there's some lovely models, though. Long Gunners. No, not, not even them. They're not even that great models. No, it's a joke. Uh, I they don't are, they're, me... they are, they're some of the only Mark One models still left in the game. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Trenches? No, they've uh, been re- tre- trenches, trenches have been replaced twice. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Because uh, there's, uh, the, there's the Mark One trenches, then there's the Mark Two metal trenches, then there's the yeah. Mark Two plastic trenches. Oh uh, yeah. I think the Mark Two plastic trenches are very similar to the Mark Two metal ones. I think it was a they very are... week for for casting purposes. Oh, they this are is a... very this, similar. Yes. This is a thing. Why is Arlen Strangeways eight boxes? God knows. This is one of the things I was meant, I was going to say actually about Gators before. Coming back to Gators. Um, there, there was oh, no. No. You've started again. <laughs> so, <laughs> you the Cosmic Joe is like eight boxes or something ridiculous. Yeah. And it's like, how is, how is this dude more health boxes than a big old Gator? Um, Maxwell Finn, even though he's a hard motherfucking bastard, you know, and that's his tagline. Excluded, deleted. Signarian hard mother. He's not an esports athlete, is he? Who? Why not? It doesn't matter. Move on. Yeah. I don't censor any of this anymore. You're fine. Go ahead. I'm no, not censoring. Are we censoring? No. I thought we were explicit. No. We are, but I do choose to take out some choice words. Oh, okay. I, I'm a choice word. I'll, I'll, see you on, I'll see you on Tuesday. No, that's not right. Oh. Uh, so, yeah. Why is he eight boxes? Yeah. What, Maxwell well. Finn? Yeah. Why is he five? Please. Why is he more armoured than a... Good Lord. He is. You're right. Then, yeah. then, why is he more armoured than a trencher boker? Because he's blue. Thing. That, no, he's not. He's brown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, trenchers are brownie khaki. Well, I suppose, yeah. But yeah, I think Vlad, Vlad won. He's a Mark 1 model, isn't he? Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, Vlad won's never been re-sculpted. Madrex got redone. So, uh, oh, um, Doom Shaper won. 
He hasn't been redone, has he? He wasn't. He wasn't. He he wasn't. Well, he's. I guess he's Mark One. Yeah. That's yeah, why. Yeah. I, but, that's... but both both the other troll prime ones have both been redone now. Um, that's yeah, why right. he, I, I was thinking about it. There's so few stuff from Prime that's now still left. The um, Fell Caller. There's another one. Yeah, yeah, that's another one. Some of the uh, not some many of the, though, because Hordes was I mean, kind of when I, yeah when I'm saying Mark One, I'm I'm kind of talking really kind of early stuff. Black and white Prime. prime. Black and white Prime stuff. Yeah, because they, yeah. they've been around for a few years when Hordes was released. So I can you know some of the Hordes stuff, but. I'm, tr- I'm struggling to think what else is actually... Satixis, they've been re-sculpted. Uh, I know what's not been. Mechanothrals. I've actually got a box of those on my desk at the minute. They've not been re-sculpted. Bilethrals, but they're actually escalation, aren't they? Bilethrals, yeah. And, 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 and this, is why, this is why we're thankful that Haley One has three sculpts. <laughs> that, it, uh, it's obviously, the, it's obviously the characters that what? matter. Mechanothron? I think Haley One has got four sculpts. Four? No, we're not, a, we're not talking about the big giant one. Sorry? No, the no, giant, not, not even the giant one. Because you had the one where she is like arms out shooting. Then there was, I'm sure there's, there's Kane. The... No, there's only three. There is literally only which three. Ones, which ones are you thinking then? There is the one where she's got her arm out shooting and she looks like a Bedouin, like you yeah. know, fighter. Yeah. There's the one where, um, uh, there's the one which where she's pointing the lance down, which she looks like a maiden of the lake in power armor. And yeah. then there's the new one, which has just come out. There's only three, I believe. Mm, dubious. I'm dubious. I do believe I can fly. I believe I can touch the sky. And I think about it every night and day. Oh, no. I spread my wings and mostly fly away. I believe I can soar. I sometimes see myself running through that open door. I think we believe more about Benji's psyche right now than ever before. I can fly. Oh, I believe I can fly. Sorry, never mind. Carry on. Uh, Benj may well be correct. There appears to be only um, three Prime Haley sculpts. And a giant there. statue. Still uh, there. Next thing, ben, next thing there. Nick could be right about something. This isn't weird. This is weird. <laughs> Good Lord. The, the, the price difference between the original Haley and the new one. Oh, God. Mm. Uh, the original Haley is $8. The new Haley is 16 Wow. Yeah. Uh, then she's a lot bigger. Yeah, then again, private press don't like to update the prices on old sculpts unless they really, really have to. They prefer to just do a re-sculpt and uh, put that as the new realistic price. So, no, no, I don't know. I'm thinking maybe, maybe not. Um, the original yeah, junior, the original junior. Those are, there was the girl junior, isn't it? But that's an alternative rather than a replacement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh well, the, 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 there's actually quite a lot of that originally because uh, the uh, the manhunter. Also has the female. Yeah, there you variant. go. Yeah. Oh, that's escalation again, though, isn't it? Mm. I don't know. Let, let's let's dig out our old war machine books and have a good old nostalgia. No, I am not going to block switch to get them. <laughs> I have war rooms specifically, so I don't have Mike, to carry Mike, them on my war Mike, we'll wait. It's fine. Yeah, you you gonna get the books. We'll wait here. We'll we'll talk amongst ourselves. That's Someone from the girl from Ipanema. Oh, not for five hours. <laughs> <laughs> If we all do it at the same time, but just at, at like different, like not in time with each other, that's what. That's... Don't we cause the end of the world then? Bench, how is the London team tournament? Yeah, that's Move fondue on. forks. <laughs> Bench, that's fondue forks. Okay. Mm. Uh, uh, how was the London team tournament? Well, uh, the London team tournament, which is, Wet. I think, in the. In its third year, smoking. Uh, 
It's yeah, it's the big smoke. Um, so bad. It's uh, hosted by Norbert, Tom, and the Cross Gaming uh, Club of Awesomeness, which has a lot of appeal because of fish and chips and and war gaming on the on a weekday. Um, and we first, it was an epic journey that we were going to have a self discovery, and you know. So you're re- talking re- existential journey here as opposed to actual like car journey. Uh, yeah, because there was no car; there was a train. Okay, brilliant. Yeah. Well, first uh, of all, Ben, who was on your team? Well, who was on my team? Well, as I say, as I was about to say, we were going to have a nice re- reunited, uh, you know, first London team tournament team of me, Chris Cawthorne, and Matt Townsend. Wow. And and it was a power power ensemble, well, power, you know. Duo and Benj, I would say, really. It it was it was a judge. It was uh, a washed up WTC captain. And an absolute terrible player at the moment, me. Um, and we were going to be, you know, just laughing, joking, and maybe even winning, you know, the occasional round. And then it uh, all went to poo. Know, was this a dream? This was a dream. Oh, see. I, was, uh, I had a dream that people could come together and play War Machine in London. Um, and But anyway, Chris died. Uh, well, he didn't die. He got he got like some lurgy and uh, some you stomach really lurgy. Can't bring stuff around like this because I, I I believe <laughs> we'll play stuff like this. So you believe? I believe that Chris has died and Mike's lost his leg. <laughs> I, I think you can fly. Mike Mike did lose his leg, although he did find it again. <laughs> yes. Um, and so uh, we we got one of our uh, esteemed colleagues from the Oxford Club to join us, and he managed to get up on the day. And we um, then proceeded to come a mighty third into a field of Kador. Because um, <laughs> literally everyone is playing the same shit. Um, mad dogs. Mad dogs ma- everywhere. Irisk, Irisk and mad dogs. Yeah. It was, um, it, was, it was good though. And I highly recommend going to that tournament. Um, because it is a good laugh. There was some power teams there of, of you know... Um, oh god, uh, Michael Dick and who I was on a team with the previous year that came first. Yeah, so each year I have placed in that tournament, uh, which is which is hilarious because the first year I didn't win a single game. I wouldn't call that hilarious. I call it remarkable. I I I, I would I would call that a feat of uh, carry. Modern, engi- modern engineering. No, no, definitely definitely carry. Just um, and um, yeah. Um, Blind look. Uh, I played Retribution, and I had the misfortune of playing a caster I'd never actually played before, Gareth. Ben, you do know you can pick stuff like this yourself, though, yeah? You, I you... know, I know, I know. I, well, someone had explained... Right, this is an interesting story. Someone... I'm this that far out of the game. Well, I, 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 I think it's an impression of War Machine now. Uh, well, I was that far out of the game. I thought, you know, um, why not play... Why not try and make it worse? <laughs> so I, someone had told me, and this, this was bad, that Gareth's feet stopped forcing on war beasts. Uh, you this then what, what you did was you went and read the feet. Uh, no, I did. I didn't read up the feet, room. but I hilariously threw the game after I'd feated anyway. So it, it didn't matter that I played it horribly wrong. So um, the, the important thing after all this, sorry, just to, to interrupt you, is yeah. 
we need some battle reports. So, could you tell me in the third game, blow, yeah, blow, blow. dice roll was? I, I cannot, but I can tell you that I accidentally won the third game after me and my opponent thought we were scoring points on the flag, and he was not up on CPs. There was no domi- There was no point scoring on those flags with units. Uh, oh, it's domination only. It was domination to, only. Do you wish to name drop any outstanding players that you played against? I can. Uh, I cannot remember one name. Oh, um, no. There was a guy. There was a guy that had really neat facial hair. <laughs> uh, there was a European you guy. Podcasting lockdown, have you, Bench? Really neat, What's... as in well kept, or really neat, as in well. I, it, it, it looked well. Really that's really neat. neat. It kind of looked like the V for Vendetta type of facial hair, you know. So a mustache. That's pretty cool. Um, and and it, it was just it was just really good facial hair. So, you, so did you lose that one because you were staring at his facial hair so much? Uh, I lost that one as soon as I remembered that uh, Krios had purification. So upshot of the weekend is uh, I gave... facial hair. Can't really remember too much else. Pretty much. Okay, that's sweet. Um, so yeah. That, so that was... Explain to us the pairing process because that, that seemed a bit... Uh... I had no idea. Excellent. Because you know? I, I was not the team captain. I was at this tournament. I can tell Are you, you sure? that. I, I can pretty much guarantee. Anybody, can anybody else verify this? <laughs> I saw a picture of him. Matt, if you're on live stream, can you verify that Benj was actually there and didn't just dream the entire thing? <laughs> it's a valid question. <laughs> I think it is. He doesn't seem to remember an awful lot. But this is Benj we're talking about. It's true. I don't remember much. It was a blur. Well, it is a blur by the side of it. At, at this point, given Benji's failed tournament report, because he's blame, um, should we uh, go for a, a quick break and oh, um, we can come back and talk about the uh, the new Hordes Warlocks? Woo! Sounds like a spiffing plan. Welcome back on Elite Cadre. We're going to do an old favourite now with spelling it out. And this week we decided to do something a little bit different. We're going to go through all four of the new Hordes Warlocks, or rather the promoted Just the spells, though, yeah? And maybe a little bit of the other rules as well. So, the first one on our list is Horgle the Anvil. Yay. Yep. That's our review. Moving on to... Yeah. <laughs> he is a Fury Six Warlock. Um, he has um, a the ability a, to set things on fire. Pretty much. A bit. Mm. Uh, he has an ability called Burnt Meat. War beasts in this model's battle group can charge enemy models suffering the fire continuous effect without being forced, and a field marshal of immunity fire. Nice. His so weapon. 
his weapon causes continuous effect fire. It's important for the feet that I'm sure we'll talk about. Uh, weapons. He's got two. Oh, yeah. Obviously, yeah. Sorry, yeah. my bad. So, uh, the first spell in his list is Consuming Flames. It's Hang on, there's a bit of a theme here, isn't there? Just going out on a limb. Bit of a theme yeah. here. Yeah, he's a blacksmith. Um, Fury 6, yeah? Yep. Yes. We've done you that part already. It's fine. Yeah, okay. Uh, cost 3, range 10, AoE 4, power 12, and it is an offensive spell. Uh, consuming Flames causes fire damage. Models hit suffer the fire continuous effect. Just hit. Nice. Yep. So he uses about 20% of his fury than that, doesn't it? 20%. Yeah, to cast our spell. Alex is good at maths. <laughs> no, he's clearly not. And you're good at trolling. Yeah. Um, um, it's at least 50%. It's uh, not necessarily. 60%, I'd say. Troll Moses? No, too. Uh, half, half then. Half then. Troll Moses. The cost of a spell is reduced by one. First, cast yes. <laughs> First spell he casts that turn is reduced by one. Yes. Yeah. So, um, decent range on it. Obviously, trolls don't have a an arc node, so that's kind It'd of a shitty nuke if it didn't cause fire damage and continuous effect fire. Mm. Um, yeah, it's a decent utility piece. Yes. Plus, potentially good setup for the feat. Yeah, that's and it. I think that's the problem. Yeah. If, yep. if it wasn't for the feat and his other abilities, then it would be just another. Rich. Yeah, yeah, another another nuke, but yeah, an AOE four that causes fire, and it's not even on a direct hit. Uh, it's any model's hit gets suffer fire continuous effect, so you've got the opportunity to catch a lot of stuff with it. Yeah. So the next thing on his spell list is fire starter again with that theme. Uh, it's cost two, range six. Uh, ah, yes, okay, range six, uh, upkeep that's non-offensive. Uh, target a model in the spellcaster's battle group. That model's melee and ranged weapons gain continuous effect fire. Nice. More feet set up. Um, just going back to the um, consuming flames, actually, sorry. Um, one interaction I have seen with that um, is the... I called... Fire eaters. Three-man unit. Fire eaters. Yeah. If you cast that on them, he sets them on fire, but they're immune to the damage. Is that correct? Uh, no, they gave no. plus five armor against fire damage, though. Yeah. Oh, Does that happen okay, instantaneously as they get... So yes, they, it's permanent. It's permanent. Yeah. They are plus five damage against fire type damage. Yeah, but they take the plus, damage roll. Uh, well, the, the hit causes the application of fire. Right. Yes. And then the damage roll takes place after that. And when they're on fire, and then they gain boosted attack and damage rolls because they're on fire. Woohoo! Are they not immune to fire when they're on fire? No, they no. get plus five armor. They keep, yes. Just get plus five armor. Okay. Against okay, fire type damage rolls. Yeah. But only when they're on fire. No. no. They have plus five armor against fire type damage rolls. So then when they're on fire, they're immune to fire, though, yeah? No. You're just trolling now. <laughs> yeah. And they have boosted attack of damage rolls when they're on fire. Yes. I knew he that. Is the, he is the worst. They're both on the table. I can see both my units on the table right now. They're amazing. And they're yeah. on fire. No. Oh, they're melting. Melting. Yeah, but they're amazing. They're, and they die. This is a comedy way, always. It's a fantastic unit. Anyway... Yeah. Anyway. Back to back to Firestarter, um, yeah, I can, Firestarter. I, I can see this going on either a bomber to cause some quite oh, bomber bang on bomber, yeah, yeah, quite horrendous infantry clearance, um, or on feet turn perhaps going on some, uh, a melee beast of some sort. But we'll we'll get to the feet. I think the important thing about this spell that Benj kind of just touched on a moment ago is, is if you read this spell without singing the prodigy song in your head, you're a well, dead inside, I think. Is probably the right <laughs> term. 
What, out of space? <laughs> oh, dear. Now, I think given that feat, it's possibly the omen, but... Uh... Uh, so, next spin on the list, inviolable resolve. So, hang on, just do get. So, there's a fire themed troll warlock with now with menoth spells as well. Excellent. Moving on. Yeah. It's your favorite thing, this. Yeah. Great. Uh, so, inviolable resolve, cost two, range six, upkeepable, non offensive, target friendly faction model or unit gains plus two armor, cannot be moved by a push or slam. Models oh, my God. Models are not affected formation. A troll warlock with an armor buff. Yay! So you're going to put well. that on some. Put, going to put that on some warders, perhaps. I think we might put that on some warders, perhaps. Yes. Uh, or some I mean, champions. Or some champions that have death and armor buff, and then the drone as well. Yeah, to be honest, it, it just works on so many troll units. I mean, you could put that yeah. on Creole warriors, and people just sit there going, "Oh no, what?" <laughs> That'd be amazing. Oh, fan blades too. Yeah, it'd be amazing. Yeah. Um. There's there's no way that's not good. You mm. just apply it to anything; it makes it better. Fried gold, I think, is the phrase. <laughs> <laughs> too many Simon Pegg movies for you. Um, <laughs> well, too many Edgar Wright movies. Sorry, Edgar Wright's really yeah. Yeah, uh, the last one is Solid Ground, which uh, in trolls. No, <gasps> I didn't read that. That's amazing. So, so cost two, range self, AOE control. Uh, it's upkeepable, non-offensive. While in the spellcaster's control range, friendly faction models cannot become knocked down and do not suffer blast damage. Holy moly! And he's uh, Fury Seven, yeah. Yeah. So the the big thing to consider with this spell list so far, because I, I don't even really need to go through solid ground. It just is good. Um, the big thing to consider with this spell list is there are three upkeeps there, and that's going to be half his stack pretty much every single turn. Because yeah. I don't see a reason not to cast those three spells at the start of the Does he get a free upkeep from the Tromosius? No. Well, I no. You may, it's a, you, you're transposing an NL thing. Well, isn't it? And yeah, harmonious exaltation. Yeah. No. So, but half the stack, and those are very good upkeeps as well. They are. Yeah. Um, but then again, you know, is he going to be using his Fury for much else at the start of the game? Is he really going to no. be. Oh, no, no, no. So, no. kind of early game, I mean, once the game progresses and he gets into the mix of it, he's going to you know, want to drop some of those, but... Yeah. He's a really yeah. good... He supports a fire-oriented force really, really well. I mean, you think solid the hard ground... Part is you're gonna, the hard part is you're going to want to spend... You want, you're going to want to cast Consuming Flames really early, like the first turn to set your fire-eaters on fire, and then you're not going to have enough left to cast the other stuff that you want to cast early on as well. That's the only downside. Then again, you can you, you can cast consuming flames and two of your upkeeps in a turn if you've got the um, room chaper. You're gonna with. have room, the room room bearer, yeah. You're gonna have it, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. So you're basically never gonna be able to pair a creel stone. No, but it's difficult. But, Sorry, but it's like playing grim. It's like playing grim Angus, isn't it? It's, you you always want to cast some of his spells, so you never pair a stone properly. But with inviolable resolve, that's less of an issue, I think. Would you even take the stone? I would, because you'd like the double bubbles. Amazing. Even it's only a minimal stone. You're right. You're going to struggle to really fuel it properly. Yeah. So it's it's a consideration there. But let's just add one more thing, which is Horgle's feet stoking the flames. Horgle the anvil understands blister. What? Sorry. Uh, friendly faction <laughs> models gain boost attack and damage rolls against enemy models in Horgle's control range, suffering the fire continuous effect. Stoking the flames lasts for one turn. 
Oh, you're probably stoked about this one, aren't you, Kurt? I really am. I love this cast. He's amazing. So that'll be um, a Weapon Master War Beast if he can land the first hit with Firestarter. And then catching other things on fire, if, you cook t- if you're talking about... That's not melee, is it? It's boost attack and damage rolls of any kind. So that yep. is a bomber shooting things and setting other things on fire with its AoE and other things and coming in and attacking those things that are on fire. Yep. It's so, all great. So if he's got a couple of bombers and lands consuming flames on your caster, say goodbye. That, that, that's pretty much it. Because... Mr. Roboto. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. You're you're just thinking now of you know three dice to hit three dice damage bombers, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Might, might be, might be. With with inbuilt snipe and all that entails, and just you know dribbling. Yeah, one one fury for snipe, one fury to well just to boost it anyway. Great, yes, please twice, yes. I have two <laughs> painted bombers, mm. and one fury to bind in darkness, bind them. Yes, I'm a seventeen caster as well. It's just it's only speed five though, but you know trolls. I like him a lot. I like yeah. him a lot, lot. Yes, he's what I like most about him is he just seems simple and fun. Yeah, no, he's 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 uncomplicated, which is interesting. Which in the whole new war is welcome. I thought it was all new. Wait, what did he say? A whole new war. A whole new war. A whole new war. <laughs> I did that, man. Yeah. Uh, yes. So I'll be in the corner. I'll come back in a bit. Okay. Yeah. Kid show. Like him. He's awesome. So we've done the troll one. That's that. That's looking good so far. Um, so uh, thank you for listening to Elite Car Dre. The horde. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh. Are we done? Oh, okay. No. Because no, no, now we have to move on to the one that's just frankly a bit bonkers, or that oh, people yeah, are claiming is a bit bonkers. So for Circle, we have Una Two or Una the Sky Hunter. She's a Fury Seven Warlock. With uh, <laughs> birds of prey, so uh, Griffin war beasts in her battle group gain flank another Griffin in Una's battle group. Oh, also, uh, any one of her war beasts with flight also gains sprint. Wow. Yeah, that's that's just ah. Plus okay, two I'm... mat weapon. Yeah, plus two mat weapon master Griffins. Fair and balanced, Oh boy, uh, which can actually range up to what is it, twenty-eight inches with long leash on some of them. Now it gets even better. Uh, even She's further with her feet. Oh, I'm sorry, I might be skipping ahead. <laughs> yeah, you're skipping ahead. She's got a hand of fate. Mm. So it's like, oh yeah, uh, what I'll do is I'll run this one Griffin next to your caster, hand of fate this one that can charge your caster, and uh, GG. It's not signs importance though, so just be thankful for that. No, it's not signs and portents. That that is the point at which you go. Yeah, it's perfectly fine because it's not signs and portents. Many yeah. spells are not signs and portents. However, most spells are worse than signs and portents. <laughs> well, this one, technically speaking, is worse than signs and portents. It's just it a one also, unit. It's just a one model or unit instead of the whole army. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Benefit it, though, it is an upkeep. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So, hand of fate. If you don't know it, uh, is a cost two, range six spell. Uh, it's upkeepable, non-offensive. Target friendly faction model or unit gains an additional die on attack and damage rolls. Discard the low die in each roll. I know we've done it before, but non-offensive? Oh, that's pretty I... offensive. It is fucking offensive. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, watching that in play is horrendous. That makes almost any unit or model just straight better. You can put Reeves on the table and they will start machine gunning stuff down. Um, 
it's straight from when you've also got Starcrossed up. It gets like, ultra confusing. I was thinking that. I was trying not to say it as well. I think it would be. I, actually, no, it doesn't. That's still quite simple because you're just dropping high and low. Oh, no, I know. Just... And then start thinking, aha. <laughs> it's when you've got uh, roulette on the table as well and working out which one takes precedence. Oh. Because roulette is any two dice. So good luck with that one. Um. You yep. pick the high, the, you get rid of the high and the low, and then pick any of the two that are left. Or do you? Well, who knows? Exactly. Oh, you know what's you know what's bullshit. Just on this, you know, thing. Uh, yeah, Starcrossed. <laughs> just just to put it out there, that's bullshit. <laughs> on on that on that fucking gator with a silly hat. What is that about? We, we, we've had the I, actually, now that I have, I have access to Starcross, I think it's fair and balanced. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's perfectly fine. You're a massive hypocrite. <laughs> um, uh, is it is it fair and balanced with uh, Fury Eight though? <laughs> not so much. Not so much. No. Oh. Especially oh. not with Matt Seven trying to hit Death Fourteen. And the the, the <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hang on, wait. That's familiar. Wait, that's a reference to something. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, wait, I can't remember. That that's so many years ago. It's when Chris Cawthorn was not only in Oxford; it was at the Botley Baptist Church Church Hall. The, oh really? That, that oh, sounds like a mouthful. Somebody else with his Earthborns, or I don't know who it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. You and your stupid Calandra theme force. Yeah. Not not even the good Calandra theme force. No, the, the bad Calandra theme force. Cheap Earthborns for the win. Uh, yeah, Earthborns turns out when they get to butcher in Mark Two, pretty bad. Apparently so. Can uh, we go back to Mark Two? I miss it. I yeah, don't. You can play on your own with your friends. I don't have any friends. Oh, well, there you go. Matt's my only friend. Oh. Oh. Well, what you should do is when Nick's right, got his table. Hang on. When, when when Nick's got his table, one of the weekends, you and uh, Mac come down here and we can do a mini tournament round one of our houses. What Mark Two? No, Mark Three. No. Uh, I mean, anyway. Going back to the spell list, uh, Mirage is the second spell. Mirage, um, Hand of Fate is just good. We know that. We're moving on, uh, Mirage. So this is a cost two, range six, upkeepable, non-offensive spell. Target friendly faction model or unit gains apparition during your control phase. Place models with apparition anywhere completely within two inches of their current location. I like apparition on retribution units. It's quite fun, but this isn't a retribution unit. They'll probably no, be going. It, it's kind of filthy. It is kind of filthy. It's any additional movement spells like shenanigans, like vengeance as a as a natural inbuilt ability or apparition. Are yeah, just really good for assassination casters and. So and is this one an upkeep spell? Mirage. Yes. Yeah, mirages. Has anyone got a rule book time there? If if you don't upkeep uh, it, you get the benefit of it. Yes, it's like um, oh uh, the vengeance and plus two mat spell. Uh, those March. are oh, those yeah. maintenance phase things. This is control phase. Yeah, it's maintenance. They're maintenance. Apparition happens in. Apparition happens. Uh, yeah. yeah. It says here it happens in control. Control phase. Does it? So, yeah. Yes. YMCA would suggest that maintenance comes first, which is I think when you upkeep your spells, isn't it? So if the spell vengeance is not. Is yeah. Vengeance, vengeance uh, happens in maintenance. It does, but apparition happens in control. Oh. Okay. Okay, so oh. you do need to upkeep it, so it's going to be well, essentially uh, three focus. You could wangle it and try and work it, try and do things out of order, and, and within, you could do things in a different order in your control phase, so uh, it's doable. The, the order is much more specified now. Oh. So you have to replenish focus first yeah, before they, effects? They, they've clarified a lot of... Um, Which I do... 
So let's confirm the phases as they operate now. Well, maintenance. Um, and... So maintenance phase comes first. Uh, step yes. one, Always removal. Well, this is for hordes, so it's kind of... Continuous effects off first, yeah. isn't it? Or... Fury points in excess of Fury stat for each of your models with Fury manipulation special rule. Leave Fury points on Warbeast at this time. Check for expiration of continuous effects on any models you control. After checking for expired continuous effects, resolve the effects of those that remain in play. Three, resolve all other effects that occur during the maintenance phase. Con uh, then control phase. Each of your models with the Fury Manipulation Special Rule, like Warlock, can leech any number of Fury points from Warbeast in this battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, looks, it, looks like, it looks like this spell triggers at step five of control, which is after you keep spells. Step four. So you can't, so you can't wangle it. No, upkeep, the, the, the upkeep is step four, but the effect trig triggers at step five. Well, in my book, uh, step two is upkeep. Step three is make threshold checks. Step four is resolve all of the effects that occur. Is this an actual phase. physical book? Yeah, yeah, I've got the book. So this you is can't the read, though. So this is the... So, uh, control phase, step... F uh, this is before War Machine. Step four is upkeep spells. So what, step steps one through three, then? Bah. Do, do a little uh, dance. Make a little one, love. Each of your models is focus manipulation replenishes focus. Step two, Warjacks pair up. Uh, step three, wow. each one with focus manipulation can allocate focus points towards Axis battle group. Okay, yeah, so the Horde's one is slightly different, obviously, because you, you leech in step one, you upkeep in step two, threshold to checks in step three, resolve all of the effects in step four. Yeah, so, bollocks, does anyone actually get the order correct? Uh, on, you know, where well, it actually doesn't matter. Because if, if, yeah, well, it does matter. because if No, no, but I mean, if, if something like Mirage, I, obviously, for instance, continuous effects happen before I, I, I will say triggers. Bench, much like a lot of other rules, when um, it's not strictly relevant what order things are happening in, People get a bit fast and loose about it. Um, but for things like this, where it happens at a specific step of the control phase or the maintenance phase, then it's important that you actually be aware of what's happening at each step. Um, so, for instance, a lot of the time, people do allocation and upkeeps at roughly the same time. And, and yet, although with strict letter of the law, you shouldn't, it doesn't actually matter that much because there's nothing gained yeah. by the other side doing it. Just coming back to Death March, the one that does grant plus two matter vengeance, that happens, vengeance is during your maintenance phase. Yes, vengeance yeah. is in the maintenance yeah. phase. Yeah. So that, one, that one will still trigger. Yes. So, yes. Uh, but Mirage Correct will have to Correct us if we're wrong. That's not happened yes. before. Um, even then, Mirage, still a good spell. Um, it, cost what it cost two. Um, it's almost three, not quite. Um, Dear God, semantics. I mean, well, what you what you can use it for is putting they're doing things like putting a war beast completely behind a forest so it can't be seen, and then in the uh, control phase using that two inches to move it forwards into the forest so it can now charge straight through. Here you um, go, here you go, though. It is two if you've got Silas. Are you happy now, Alex? Can Circle of Ross Warlocks take Silas? Well, no, no, but I mean, Retribution can. <laughs> and that spell is definitely in Retribution, oh. so... Okay, this is fine, It's fine. So, anyone else on Mirage other than it being good? Uh, no singing. No. No, okay. Next, next, next spell on the list is Twister. It's just an illusion. Okay. Cost two, range ten, AOE three, power ten, uh, duration one round, and it is offensive. This AOE is a cloud effect that remains in play for one round. Uh, yeah, it's it's meh. Uh, meh. 
it's, it's kind of there. I, I've never seen... I, I don't think I've ever seen anyone use it for the cloud. It's a shitty new... Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, a, so. and a pound ten. That's... Yeah. that's yeah, I, well, I guess if you're killing some infantry. But everything kills infantry fast these days. So. Yeah, Una, Una has better ways of getting rid of things. Yeah, birds. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, her final spell yeah. is Windwall. Uh, cost three, range, self, a duration of one round, non-upkeepable. The spellcaster cannot make ranged attacks after casting this spell, and non-magical ranged attacks targeting it automatically miss. While completely within three inches of the spellcaster, models cannot make ranged attacks, and non-magical ranged attacks targeting them automatically miss. Miss. Windwall lasts for one round. It's very familiar. It's got a little bit of scornergy with her wind strikes, which are her main weapon. Um, but it's pretty. So you're going to have to remember to cast them and uh, to do things in the right order. Who um, knew? So you know, make her ranged attacks before uh, you cast that. But yeah, it's a good spell, and it's slowly turning her into Vlad. I've done that with Sasha in the past when I used to play Kador. And she'll windwall, and now she'll. Oh no! Uh, she doesn't have windwall. Uh, she used to, didn't she? She's got Wind Rush. Wind Rush, not Wind Wall. Which yeah. allows her to make a full uh, advance. Vlad 1 has um, Wind Wall. Oh, okay. But he has no yeah. range attack, so does he? No, he doesn't. No, I seem to remember casting with Sorcia. Maybe I was just cheating. Yeah, probably. You are quite, quite mad, sir. Um, so, on to her feet, which is from on high. Friendly faction models with flight. Currently in Huna's control range, gain plus two speed for one turn. Addition, additionally, while in Huna's control range, friendly faction light war beasts with flight cannot be targeted by melee attacks. From on high lasts for one round. Um, so, so, griffins, griffins, more griffins, some griffins on the side, perhaps would sir like another griffin. And a big electric <laughs> strike thing. So she uh, just takes war walls and lots of war walls. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, very much, yeah. It should be noted that the uh, the new colossal, uh, sorry, the new gargantuan, uh, isn't a griffin. Oh, uh, just fly, make a very yes, it does fly, but it isn't a griffin, uh, and that's very important because otherwise it would be a weapon master, and that just just no, no, oh, yeah. a mat five, five weapon master, but a weapon master nonetheless. It's plus two speed though. Uh, yes, that is true, but it's not a light. So it would still be talking about melee. Um, oh yeah, this 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 strikes me as all kinds of crazy, to be honest. Yeah, well, I think the internet has spoken on this. It is, you know, it's just too powerful. It's OP. Um, well, that is the, the thought, at least at the moment. Um, whether or not we'll see any Aratas or her or the Griffins in January, who knows? But it, she is uh, she's pretty good at the moment. Yeah. Um, at Circle Christmas. It's they took away. Um, Oh, what was his name? The uh, the stone one. Oh, um, Bradigus. Yes, they took away Bradigus and they thought, oh, better get something back to circle, and and that's it. But they didn't need it. They li- they had Cassius, and literally, oh, what's his face? Wormwood. No, not Wormwood and Cassius. I know they're the pair, but uh, the lightning dude. Um, Kramer. Kruger. Uh, cr- yeah, Kruger too. <laughs> Kruger too. Chromat the lightning dude. Chromat the lightning dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Chromat one. Still, you know, they didn't need Una to be that stupid. Yeah, she's she's pretty good. And um, yeah, it's Circle have some good stuff. Um, 
I'm, I might have to drag mine out of the area. What's uh, Morvana 2 like nowadays? I've not seen her in a while. <sighs> I mean, oh, I think they. I think there's some nerf of her, like a recursion, but apart from that, meh. But it's the. I, I know we're looking at these casters in a vacuum because obviously there's more to come and yeah, various things like that. But you have to wonder. I mean, for a certain amount of time, they're the new hot stuff, and it's kind of what was the problem in Mark II was that there was the new hot thing that lasted for a long time, that defined the meta for a long time. Unless it's unless Una's like going to be errated pretty much instantaneously in January, and so we've only had a few months of this. You know, it's just the same same problems unless they release a batch of casters at the time that are all bonkers crazy and give each faction but they're not going to really do that but she seems very op at the moment and it and it does feel i mean the jaded part of me does make it me feel that um it is just to sell you know shitloads of these griffins now the scars whatever the hell they are what they call the scar uh well the scar skull griffin yeah yeah because they were pretty much is there um is there a part of you that isn't jaded and scarred? No, no. It's, it's well, okay. Just checking. It, yeah, it, it, but you can't can't you see that that is no, I mean, those models they, were pretty. They, they, they're there to sell miniatures, and they if, are there. If there were at least a warlock or a warcaster that was not very good, they probably wouldn't sell very many of those miniatures. Of course, of course, but they do. They they also try to profess that they have a, you know, a, a game that is very competitive, very, you know, uh, one of the best competitive games out there, at least. Uh, you know, with a tight rule set where, you know, everything has a chance. But, you know, that's that was what their ethos going, well, by the sounds of it, going into Mark uh, 3 was to try and make sure there wasn't this uh, power creep. Yeah. Or as often, basically, anyway. I don't know. I think, I, I think in any game there will always be a tendency towards power creep because when you're releasing something new, um, there is always that you know that, that they, they they're always trying to sell something new to people. Yeah. And if you've already got a stable of ten, twelve casters and seven of them are already relevant, how do you make people buy that other new one? Well, it's either got to do something different, which is becoming harder and harder to do. Or it's got to have that little bit of a power edge. Or you call it Madrak. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think at the end of the day, perhaps having that little bit of a power edge initially and then having it toned back just a little is, is while not ideal, it's okay. Yeah, I agree with what you say, Mike. Um, because mm. I'd, I'd, I'd rather have that than have something come out that's ridiculously underpowered People go, oh, this is trash, and then have PP spend months and months redeveloping it to come out with something new that then people go, oh, this is bonkers, and then hate it the other way. So it's 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 all about fine tune at this point. I don't think I, I, I don't think again that Una is much off being just good instead of what she is now, which is potentially a little too good if you have enough Griffins. Hmm. That's the guess. Yeah. So. Term. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I, I see. Say about that. Yeah, no, so, I see. I see that argument. I, and I also been, see. Um, I have a random see, aside. When did um when did Iron Flesh become what I always thought it should have been, rather than the plus three death? Oh, that's that's the Mark Three change. Yeah, I had missed that one entirely. I just saw it and I was like, I just went back to Sorcerer to 
um, Sorcerer 2 to go, what? Oh, and there as well. Okay, so that's what I always thought Iron Flesh should have been. Yeah, just for reference to what Kurt's saying, uh, in the change from Mark 2 to Mark 3, uh, Iron Flesh used to be uh, plus 3 death, minus 1 speed. Which it always now, stupid. It has now become plus 2 arm and immunity to blast damage. And I'm being slow, and it's taking me six months to realise that. Yeah, which is why it's particularly good on things like Black Dragons, because taking them from arm 18 to arm 20, wow. if they mini uh, Sorry, no, um, no, because uh, Iron Zeal's changed to plus three, hasn't it? I can't remember. Ben, you're the man with that with uh, Black Dragon. Uh, what? Sorry, it's plus three. <laughs> Iron Zeal's plus three. So, it uh, but it's uh, uh, immunity to uh, knockdown and stationary. I think now as well, which it no, wasn't. No, what, what, no, that, that that's always been there. Uh, it, didn't, it, it wasn't the Black no, Dragons before. I can't so, remember that. To get us back on track vaguely, the reason I noticed it is because it's on Fiana. Mm-hmm. Well, not going through. Does someone else want to start Fiana while I uh, take a look at something? Kurt, take it away. Fiana 2. Um, was she... I thought they didn't have one. No, they, they did the Lesser Warlocks. I thought Legion missed out. No. She was just a solo, I believe. Um, yeah, that's what I thought. Or yeah. she was different. Or I don't know what. Anyway. Um, Fiana 2. Uh, she's a six Fury Warlock. Um, she has Dodge. She has Field Marshal Overtake on her War Beasts. And she has overtake as well, which is quite nasty. Um, yeah, Fiona the Lash, sorry, just coming back, Fiona 1 uh, yeah. was a Legion Strider solo. Um, she, yeah, didn't have anything to do with Warbeast at all. She had Dodge, Prowl, well, she no. has Dodge, Prowl, Rapid Strike, uh, and a Barb Lash, which can choose what tank type it goes for. So, yes, you're quite right. I apologize, wow. she was not a Warlock. No, I think she was. Anyway, um, her spells look vaguely familiar. Um, she has Admonition. Cost two, range six, um, upkeepable but not offensive. When an enemy model advances and ends its movement in six inches of target model and spell causes battle group, the affected model can immediately run away. Oh, sorry, advance up to three inches. <laughs> then ammunition expires. I have used that spell to advance before. Have people you got don't, e- don't expect <laughs> it. People don't expect it with Ashlyn. I just flat out don't believe you. Um, they um, they charged my caster with um, the four inch range um, retribution solo. The assassin. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, with the long yeah. Yeah. So I used three inches to walk around behind it. Nice. And they're just like, oh, is there any way I can catch you with this? No. No. Oh. I'm behind you now. Aha. Your charge is successful, but no one's there. And the important part of this is that I didn't read that you pretty much alluded to. The affected model cannot be targeted by free strikes during this movement. Important to my example just there. To be fair, Ashton has parry anyway, but in that context. Um. Um. uh, Yeah. Admonition is good. It's just it's been around a while. It's always been good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and don't for, don't forget as well, she can cast it on her battle group. So that does mean that if you want to keep Fiona a little bit back and have a war beast that's got admonition on it, that loses a lot of people uh, in the peace trades because you go, aha, I'll charge my heavy in. Okay, mine walks three inches back. I laughed at you. I didn't realise that was a change. It used to only just be that you could put it in your warlock, wasn't it? No, you can do it on. You can always yeah. do it on anything in your battle group. I was gonna say, I didn't think it said battle group, but it was single model, wasn't it? Yeah, but it was definitely single model. It was definitely single models, yes. Yeah, fury. Uh, next spell. I've been really happy with that mission because we've seen it a lot when we've been around a while. Um, mm-hmm. Fury costs two, range six. It's upkeepable and it's not offensive. Target friendly faction model slash unit gains plus three to melee damage rolls, but suffers minus <sighs> one death. That's not what fury used to be. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. Was it? 
plus three to melee damage rolls. That's a weird. I've never seen that written down like that before. It's very strange. Because it's Fury of Butcher spell. Uh, yeah. Right, mm. I'm just going to go back to two Mark II clarifications that I've just checked on. Firstly, Admonition was Battle Group, so okay. hooray for me. And secondly, okay. Iron Zeal was Knockdown and Stationary Immune. So um, I'm right, you're wrong. It was. Oh, okay. Yep, there we go. It very rarely came up because the Kovnik had no uh, sleeping on the job. Just feel good about yourself, that's all that matters. Yep. <laughs> I'm not going to debate that. That's fine. I'll take. Are you sure? <laughs> are you sure? Where are you taking it? All the way to the uh, bank. What bank? The bank of Let's Move On. Yeah. Oh, um, oh, oh! You're a fine one to do that. <laughs> uh, Fury, as much as it ever was, uh, plus three damage rolls, minus one death. Um, was that what it used to be? Yeah. I just never had it. I suppose. I used to use it on. Um, P Butcher, uh, isn't it? It's on P Butcher, but I used to use it on the um, the Pathfinder Kador Jack. The um, oh, oh, odd number plus three to melee damage rolls yeah. is a strange sort of. Yeah, probably because it, it's it never used, had the German. It used to go on the Kodiak to make that power nineteen, which was pretty good. Yeah, because it's pretty pillow fisted otherwise. Mm. Yeah, um, Fury's just good. I, I don't yeah. think there's. Yeah, put it on a war beast. They're low enough death already in Legion that it doesn't really matter too much. Um, no. Uh, well, unless you're talking the flying ones or the the, no, the heavies, obviously. Yeah, they put it on convenient. You're laughing, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Where wouldn't you put it? Yeah, death eleven to death ten on a Carnivian. Not too bad. It takes it to no. PNS twenty-one on the bite and nineteen on the talents. Shut up. Uh, so it's essentially something. It's dead whenever it goes into something yeah yeah what does animus do these days mm. yeah why is the carnivian mm. animus nowadays i don't know i was just making it up i can't remember. i knew what it used to be but it's probably not that anymore spiny growth yeah it's still my spiny growth right so armor 20 as well no. spiny growth ah it's not even a glass cannon anymore it never, it really never was, was. No, I know, I know, I know. Isn't, that's the whole thing about it. That's the whole, I thought that was the whole give and take of Legion's War Beast. Anyway. Or is that circle? Most, anyway? yeah, most of them are. Not everything's a Carnivian. Don't forget that. A Carnivian's no. quite expensive for what they do. They've got assault, haven't they? And they're I don't probably... think they're 11 points anymore. <laughs> no, I don't think they're 11 points. They'd be really cheap if they were 11 uh, points. No. The, the Carnivian is 19. 19. Oh, so it's the yeah. same as it was really. Yeah, uh, I was going to say they don't have assault anymore. Uh, it does have assault. No, it does. It does. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking at it right now. It's on the front, isn't it? Sorry, it's I'm on the front. Assault yeah. to an icon. I apologise. I, I, I would say coming from being welcome a to player, a card tray. We don't know the rules of anything. <laughs> What's an icon? No, I know the rules. I just forgot that he turned it into an icon. That's a rule, though. Now I was going to say well. coming from, coming from being a merc player, this seems like a really ridiculously expensive heavy. Because um, mine started at 11. Hordes, though. That's called Hordes. That's called Hordes. Oh. Although I have a 15-point heavy now, and I'm quite happy about that. Um, I was, was going to say, my premium heavy is 15. Uh, What's your premium heavy? Sorry. Rover. Oh, the, uh, the Rover is so good. Wait, is that the Shield Guard one? Yes, that's the Shield Guard three melee attacks one. Oh, yeah. The, the my, cheapest, my cheapest heavy used to be nine, for crying out loud. I'm happy with 15. Do you, do you want to go back to Fiana? Yeah, I'm trying try to. Gallows. <clears throat> Cost 3, range 10, power 13. Off offensive, strange that. When any model is hit by this attack, it can be pushed D6 inches directly away, directly towards Gallows' point of origin. Nice. 
She doesn't have any speed buffs, does she? So does I guess she I overtake, but no. Yeah. I mean, she's speed seven. Path no, that's what I'm saying. Gallows makes Gallows. Yeah, makes up for that. Speed seven. She moves so. up, drags things in. Warby's charging. Deck it. Yeah. yeah, Fury, Fury ridden. Warby's charging. Chain strike. Yeah. She mm. herself can actually get into some pretty interesting positions, and with crit smite. Oh. Oh, there and the we other go. angle is, of course, she could put the next spell. She put the next spell on herself, which would then take her to fifteen, seventeen, which isn't to be sniffed at either. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying she's going to go in every time, but in the late game, no. she's going to potentially mm. be a piece that can win you things. So, uh, she, she was, or drag something out of the way so you can charge a caster. I think she was yeah. played at the uh, London team tournament and against trolls and did actually win. Um, a very beast heavy list. Um, just try to upset me now. Yeah, pretty much. Sorry. sorry. No need for that. I'll, I'll no just leave. leave. It's fine. I'll just go. I'm sorry. No so, need she also has. She also has iron flesh, which we pretty which much discussed got, already. Cost yeah, two we range six. Yeah, okay, offensive. Not offensive. We did that already. Yeah. And the feet. She's got a unstoppable feet. tie. She's got a funny feet because she's a strider. Yeah. <laughs> While in Fiana's control area, I'll resist reading the fluff text. I'm trying. Um, friendly faction models gain plus three death and dodge. It, one round. It was quite funny you made a feet joke because I was trying to explain warlocks and warcasters to someone and I said they have a feet. And he said, yeah, they got two. That wasn't even a joke. That was seri- kind of serious. Just playing no that one laughed. That was like... It wasn't that a joke. Was like Mick Reeves interrupting things to make a very bad joke. So it, was. it wasn't a bad joke. It was literally what the person said. Just like Mick they Reeves. said, I thought you were talking about feet. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said they've got two. <laughs> that wasn't even a bad joke. Somebody was confused. It was like... Anyway, never mind. Be honestly, seems quite good. Yes. Um, what to do? Again. Dodge. Plus three, Plus three death, death and dodge. And dodge. Yeah, that's quite good. Dive, duck, dig. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. Tell me I've got terrible jokes. You rehash movie <laughs> jokes. That was a good joke. It was all right, fine. Dodge, duck, dip, dive, duck, and dodge. Indeed. I will say, it does conflict slightly with Fury. Uh, yeah, it does, actually. Um, which, mm, okay. and It's one of those things. You're going to have to balance your battle group between your heavy hitters and... Your stuff that's going to benefit from the feet, or do you want your infantry to benefit from the feet? Because, or you wait till you pop fury, until you actually it. want to use it. Pardon? Well, then again, you if, if you've got fury, till you want to use it. Yeah. And if, again, if, you, if you've got, is it suit two? If you've got Carnivian with with fury on it, you and spiny growth, you kind of want it to get hit. Uh, true. So it's but, it's interesting. It's definitely a balancing act. Hmm. Yeah. Who knew a game about she's intriguing, but you know, she's, she's not game changing, she's intriguing. No, she's intriguing, but actually, really game changing. Actually, clear, clearly, this is the point where you start fielding Zuriel. Oh, yeah, because that's a heavy that's def 13. Oh, it does make him a slightly more viable, yeah. And uh, with Fury, it takes his war blades up to uh, PNS 18, yeah, because some people were just complaining that. That was one of the first Mark III Legion changes that people were like, yeah. oh, he gained reach, but I've, he's I've lost just, all this. I just realised, their character heavy is actually cheaper than the Carnivian. Wait, really? The Carnivian is what? 19 points, and yeah. Zuriel is 18. 
Yeah, but Zuri wow. is kind of a, a, a light on a big base. He's not quite... Um, what's his face? Uh, well, yeah, Death 13, Armour 17, fine. How many hitboxes? Uh, many? Not, no, not... 20-something. Yeah, so I think he's probably mid to kind of higher... No, maybe low to mid-20s, I think. 28. He was the first, is he the first heavy Nephilim? Is he the first heavy yeah, Nephilim? I think so, yes. And the last. Yeah. He's Molek Khan. Yeah, kind of. Molek Khan without the Weapon Master. Every, most factions have got some form of Molek Khan-ish. No, they don't. Not as good. Yeah, I, I, th- I think Zuriel can actually work pretty well for Fiana. Okay. So. There you go. Heard it here first, folks. I don't even know which one the okay. um, school one is. Is it Zizia? It, it's a... It's a, it, it's a Praetorian sword master it's, guy. It's uh, Z- 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 That's what it? I said. Yeah, that's what I tried to say. I got it wrong. Slanash. Oh, no. Z- oh. <laughs> which one is it? I've actually forgotten. Welcome to... Well, no, it, 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 it is Zardesh, yes, because uh, Zakar is the um Oh, is that the new battle box? Oh, right, I see, yes. Right. Yeah. So, Zardesh 2. Zardesh. Lord Tyrant Zardesh. Zardesh. Is, he, um, is he the star of a, a very bad 70s um, um, Sean Connery film? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I got you! <laughs> I knew you know what that was. Nobody else has a clue what I'm talking about. There is not enough gin in the world to get rid of that image. <laughs> what, what oh, that? I know what you're talking about. And yes. ew. <laughs> ew. If, if, if anyone ew. has not heard of the film Zardoz, um, <laughs> feel free to go and Google it and no. look at Sean Connery in his manly finest. No, he's so I'm, I'm going to do it for you. My Twitter to complain at me is Kurt J. Hansen. Just feel free to give me the abuse after you've looked at the pictures. Oh, <laughs> so hairy in that in that still. It's not even just the hair. It's the combination it's the of the boots and the um, the attire. Yeah, uh, all right. It, it's Burt Reynolds' level of hair, though, and then the attire. My just... name is Kurt. Yeah. So, moving on to Zardesh. Couldn't they have waxed him? <laughs> he does look kind of scorny, actually, in that picture. For the, uh, <laughs> is it red? He, he, scorny, 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 scorny. Scorny, scorny. Oh, Zardos, so such scorny. a bad Zardos. <laughs> Zardos too, the hairy tyrant. Uh, My work here is done. <laughs> <laughs> You've broken Mike. Yeah. 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 Anyway. I call that a win. Uh, That's a win uh, for me. I'm taking that win. You've yeah, been listening to Elite Cardro. Mike's so, broken. Zardos two. He's Fury 6. He's got flank war beast in this model's battle group. And he's also got sacrificial pawn war beast in this model's battle group. War beasts? Sacrificial <laughs> war beasts? <laughs> 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 That's fucking stupid. Oh, well. So, the, the, the first well, spell in this list is battle charged. It's cost to range self. AOE control, upkeepable, non-offensive. So wait, wait, are we doing this in the order where they get better from the start? (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, while in the spellcaster's control range, models in his battle group gain counter-charge. Ooh. Yeah. Seems seems pretty good. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Potentially potentially saving a heavy or two from uh, some charges. Uh, potentially getting you better positions for the next turn, and also making people very cautious about entering your control range. Uh, mm. it's, uh, what would be more scorning if his fury was five, but it's not going to happen. Oh, 
What fury is he? Oh, I'm just being mean Sixth. now. Uh, mm. So, second spell. Burning Ash. Cost two, range control, AoE three, duration round, non-offensive. Place the three-inch AoE cloud effect anywhere completely within the spellcaster's control range. While in the AoE, a living enemy models without immunity fire suffer minus two to attack rolls. The AoE remains in play for one round. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't affect the uh, fire eaters, would it? <laughs> Wouldn't affect anything in uh, Horgo's battle group. Nice. It's a, mm. it's a completely redundant spell against trolls. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'll be honest, being able to place a cloud wherever you want and saying, okay, unless you've got chain strike, you're suffering minus two to hit on this model. That's pretty good. Mm. I mean, well, it's, it's, it's more expensive than it used to be, isn't it? Yeah, it's a three-inch cloud, though, really. I guess for blocking line of sight purposes. Has he got stealth? Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah. He's probably just going to get shot off the table then. Oh, sack porn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sack porn kind of prevents that one. Yeah. It's, it, that's filthy, actually. <laughs> I don't like that. Uh, so he can have a heavy either side and a cloud in front of him. Just going, no. And one of the uh, the shield guard cyclops as well, maybe. Sentry. No, that's the gladiator, isn't it? Um, well, the you just said you just said a lot of war base then, and I don't. Think it's it's the cops of the shield. Cops of the shield called. Not brutes. a sentry. Uh, br- uh, what was it? Brutes. That's it. Yeah, cyclops brutes. Yeah. Is that got shield? Why does it need shield guard? Well, just because then you get the shield. It's um, sacrificial pawn isn't once, is it? No, you can do it as many times as you want, so you don't need that. Yeah. I was going to say, in, in addition to the sacrificial pawn, you can... The one with the shield is better because it's got higher armour, though. Yeah. To sack yeah. Too. You can just change it up a bit when you're announcing all your sack pawns. You can just go, oh, shield guard! <laughs> and um, and the guy um, will look at you confused. That's what I do with Madrak 2 and um, Warders, yeah. Having driven someone nearly mad with two shield guards that were stood next to each other, in a game recently, it's, it's great fun to go. Uh, just okay, uh, I'll shoot this one. Okay, fine. The second shot goes in. Now I'll shield guard that one over here. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll shoot the one that you've shield guarded with. Okay, the first one will shield guard it back. And just watching them go, no, wait, hang on, I can't cope with this anymore. Is beautiful. It's good. I'm there with that. I've got a unit of waters that do it all day. Mm. <laughs> um, but yes, that that's burning ash. It's useful. Ish. Well, particularly if you think you're going to get charged. Because mm. minus two in attack rolls against a warcaster. But Andrew doesn't like it because it's been used to men off and he hates everything. Actually, that, that well, means... I don't hate everything. That means if he gets charged, he effectively goes into I, I, I've gone off men off a little bit. Really? Oh, we hadn't noticed. Sorry. Anyway, next thing on the list, flashing blade. It's cost one, range... Yes. Range self. Um, Is that oh, a new spell? No. Uh, Spellcaster immediately makes one basic attack with one of its melee weapons against each enemy model in its line of sight in the weapon's melee range. What's his PNS? What, what's his PNS? PNS 12, range 2. Weapon Is master? No. Mm. Mat 7. It's, it's, it's okay. It's not bad for getting out of it. Well, do you get charged by infantry these days? It's usually just a heavy, isn't it, that's coming in. Um, uh, you can cast it and get out of dodge, I guess. If you... Yeah. I, th- I think that's really that's all it's for. Um, I-, I honestly don't see much, too much point in. Oh, actually, oh no, no, I do because I just remembered flank war beast. Oh, yeah. okay. In that there case, we then. Go. <laughs> 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 um, 
What is it, Titan Sentry with the uh, yeah. two-inch melee range? Yeah. And Shield Guard. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, I forget Shield Guard. The worst. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, that works. Because that effectively makes him Matt 9. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, in fact, that's basically Bush, Butcher with like four less pap. Um, <laughs> I think you're going to say Bush. George Bush. Don't know no. why that's funny to me. So, the final, final spell in his arsenal. We've already gone through this evening. It's inviolable resolve. Um, yeah. So, the problem with insoluble. arsenal. Is it just trying what? Oh, fighty crowd joke. Not gone down well. Insoluble resolve. You've led ballooned it. You okay. just told us, Stanker. So, the feat. Scorpion Sting. One Lord Tyrant Zadesh summons forth that one. <laughs> While in Zardesh's control range, friendly faction models gain plus two strength and mat and defensive strike. Oh, oh, oh. That's nice. Oh. Uh, that's just, not bad. That's nice. Yes, especially when... That's you, a really good feat. Especially when you consider that you can counter charge with the beast and then when they decide, okay, counter charge with the beast, so you get the charge attack on that model. Yeah. Then, if your opponent decides to follow up and go, I know, I'll take out that beast. Then you get the defensive strike as well. But not only that, it's a defensive. It's an offensive feat as well. It's not just to Wait. have more defense or oh, have yeah. more. It, no, plus two oh. strength and mass is just Wait. good as well. Yeah. Wait, how does that? How does that interaction work though? If you counter charge it, doesn't it have to finish its movement within two inches of you? Has it done that effectively because you've counter charged? No, 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 no. What I'm what I'm saying is, Bench, that that's not what I'm saying. Okay, what sorry. What I'm saying is, Benji, is that you can countercharge one thing, and yeah. if they then decide to capitalize on the fact that that beast is now further forwards than it otherwise might have been, yeah. When you when they charge in a second thing towards that war beast in its new position, then you can defensive strike. Mm. Yep. With yeah. plus two map. So you're essentially getting a charge attack off that maybe they don't expect, plus the ability of a defensive strike when they come in to try and capitalize on it. I mean. Yeah, I can see that. Maybe if you're sending in a beast, though, into... Sorry, if you're sending something into a heavy, you might kill that heavy, though, and it might not get that defensive strike. I don't... I don't know. Well, no, because they wouldn't be spending sending it in on that beast, because if they're sending it in on that beast, it can't countercharge. And you just use the defensive strike and hope to take a system out, or, a, or an aspect. No, I mean, so they redirect their attacks if the charge failed, wouldn't they? Or does the charge just... If counter charge, if what are to... you talking about, Ben? I don't know. I'm slightly tired. So you charge something, you counter charge it back, okay? Uh, like a war they, 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 they've, they've come into counter charge range. Yeah, and you counter charge them. Mm -hmm. Okay. So where are we going from here? Uh, you get a fish. <laughs> kill that war beast. That's just counter charge. Okay. Then the lesson. Then the lesson. Then the lesson there is learn to learn to counter charge better. I think that you're saying that if, if something gets charged, it can counter charge. Because once you're engaged, you can't counter charge. Oh. You can only counter charge if you're not engaged. No, I, I, no, that wasn't my point either. But uh, never mind. It doesn't matter. I'm sleepy. It doesn't matter, Bench. You have to have your say and you're a um, No, no, I would have given a better battle report if I had my say. <laughs> I, I, I think I know roughly what Bench is getting at. Um, and. and the the moral of it is um, 
don't counter charge into a situation where you're just going to lose the war beast. Yeah, that, this, that's... this this is this is pretty much a thing where you need to pick your opportunity to use counter charge. Um, and because counter charge is optional, you're always going to have that point where you can uh, where you can you know make that choice. But you need to learn to use counter charge well. Um, as anyone who's had a dragon for any length of time will know. Sometimes you get good value out of it. Sometimes you send it charging off into the middle of nowhere and go, well, that's several points wasted. Or oh, old Rowdy. That, that's happened. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, old, Rowdy, old Rowdy's counter charge is another interesting one. Um, but yes, Zardesh, I, I don't think Scorn can complain about that, really. That seems like a really good warlock to me. Yeah. I bet they are sad. I, I, what could they possibly be sad about, though? He's only speed six. Scorn. Speed six? He's, a, he's, only, he's only Fury six as well. Mm. I'm I don't know. He plays Scorn. Yeah. I, but who plays Scorn anymore? At the moment, to complain. I will say that they are looking to get a bump in the January Rata, and they've already made it clear that they're doing things like adding the buffs back onto the career and... Yeah, all, all I think they're going to paint them all blue. I think that was the solution as well, wasn't it? I, I just personally don't know anybody that plays Scorn. I don't think there was any Scorn at that tournament at all, as well. Uh, I think the problem is because, because, because they're perceived as a weak faction, very few people take them. Mm. That, that's just the way it is. That's just the way it is. Okay, so I, I think... I think yeah, I think we've covered all the, uh, the new uh, Warlocks. That was there, the longest think. spilling it out ever. Well, there was three warlocks. It was indeed. So now we're going to move on to three. any <laughs> any oh. other business. Painting table. So going in order on my screen, Alex. Any other business? Painting table. Um, I'm putting together some Crix models. I'm a terrible human uh, being. Uh, are they for a friend or are you playing Crix? I'm a terrible human being. Well, you're playing oh, them after no. after they've ceased being overpowered, so that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, that's it. Canker worm and asphyxious one at the moment is what I'm putting together. So. Okay. Okay. That's cool. Uh, right. So, uh, Benj, any other business? Uh, I played the load board game. Uh, was it League of Defenders of the Ancients or whatever it's called? Oh, and um, the MOBA style Kickstarter board game. Uh, a friend had got his copy um, quite recently. Uh, with some what does of the MOBA stand for. Uh, I can't even Multiplayer remember. Multiplayer online battle arena. There we go. That's the one. Um, and it's fairly simple uh, rules. Uh, it's quite enjoyable. The models are very well done. Uh, it's made by a subsidiary of Prodos and the AVP miniatures. As if any of you seen them, they were fantastic, and these are a great quality. It's stolen most of it. It's sort of like. Uh, uh, Influence from Dota and a few LOL characters as well, um, and it just plays. It's it's a bit grindy, um, but it was it was a good two hours. I enjoyed it, and the mechanics work quite well. So uh, you you push a lane, uh, you kill the creep, and basically jostle for position uh, with um, the opposing person. So would you recommend it? Okay. Uh, I would actually, uh, depending on what the price point is, the the miniatures themselves are worth it. Uh, the epic scales—I've only seen one of those. They were a lot. Uh, so the scale is around sort of twenty-eight mil, maybe smaller. Um, 
and but the f- detail on them is phenomenal and the epics are even bigger they're sort of like maybe 30 mil and um if you can get hold of them i think they're coming out in separate boxes for retail so you don't necessarily have to buy the core set you can What's just buy what sorry what's the game called it's called load l-o-a-d the board game and um and so you don't necessarily have to buy the core set you could just buy some heroes if somebody has a core set and just uh play with play with that set of heroes and you can build compositions uh we 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 just pick random characters based on aesthetics so the guy that owned the ball game pretty much we did actually win because we destroyed one of the towers and uh we had the most victory points basically um Wow, yes, some of the uh, the creeps are definitely straight out of Warcraft Three. Yeah, there's there's um so there's the the yeah Naga basically, which are the Atlanteans versus the the Chaos faction, and the mechanics have it that the creep moves in the waves first, and there's an order of activation, and there's also jungling, which is quite good, which is um. Uh, so in between the, the three lanes, there are two jungles where you can uh, harvest uh, gold by killing NPCs uh, that are denoted by cards that you just flip over. Or you can find like instead potions and items and other stuff. You can only use one item at a time. You can upgrade the weapon that you get. So there's that kind of persistent leveling uh, through... Um, an in-game monetary system that you earn by killing creep or killing heroes or killing towers and there's a respawn mechanic which is quite good so if you lose your a character you, you are quite heavily punished but it does come back in eventually but you can lose it at the wrong time it's 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 really good it, it really actually captures the online mobile experience really well on a board game and it's fairly simple to teach them somebody how to play it as well does it, not... does it ship with someone to actually stand by the board screaming insults at your game um, <laughs> yeah. you, you could add a keyboard uh, like and just frantically type abuse while shouting at the person opposite you <laughs> you can you can literally go AFK on, on your opponent as well you could just get up scratch your balls in front of him and take a drink and say I'm not I'm not doing anything I'm not, I'm not playing this. And then uh, you can say you ruined my promo game and basically DC and fuck off out of his house. You can get the full fucking experience. I, 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 I literally get... You might get stabbed back from some of the stuff that you say because there is that nice online barrier where you can basically... Say, there's a reason I don't play MOBAs anymore. Uh, there's a reason I continuously play MOBAs. <laughs> And I think I just outlined it, but still, you, you love the uh, you love the abuse, don't you? I actually feed on it because it makes me stronger as a person. Uh, kind of, maybe no, I don't know. No, I'm playing first-person shooters at the moment, and at the end of the round, you yeah. just type wrecked, and before <laughs> just as you're leaving, so nobody else can respond. Oh, um, you're the worst. I am literally the worst. Um, but yeah, Titanfall Two, I can also recommend that. I'm I'm, I'm playing that heavily. It's a really good game. Uh, dis- I'm really liking the models in load. I'm looking at the pictures now. It's yeah, really and painted. They're, they're even. They're just really nice models. When was the Kickstarter? Uh, the Kickstarter had a bit of controversy. Um, okay. Uh, and it went all over. Did you just? Buy- it, 
Did you buy the Kickstarter or did you just buy retail? I didn't buy... Um, I haven't bought it. My, my friend bats the Kickstarter. I was a bit dubious at the time because of the the company behind the product is the miniature maker for the AVP game. They are linked to Prodos and Prodos have uh, a bit of an issue let's, with AVP. I tell you and, what, let, let's not yeah. go into that because that's a whole... It is, film. and, and uh, that's to, to answer Kurt's actual question, uh, the funding for it ended on June the eighth. Yeah, right. And I did not get the. Unfortunately, I didn't get the Kickstarter at the time, um, but I will buy it at retail probably because it's just a, a fun game. Okay, that's cool. cool. Yeah. Um, so let's move on. Kurt, any other business? Hello. Um, I've pretty much finished painting Ragnar, um, Ragnar, Ragnar, whichever he is, troll, um, which I bought whilst recording a previous podcast, I seem to remember. Um, I've also dug out an older, um, unfinished Earthborn diatribe, um and bringing him up to a reasonable standard as well. But, so I can play two Earthborns again, because I've done that in a very long time. And my Fire Raiders are back on the desk, because they never quite got finished. So they're here to just loiter and get in the way and try and annoy me until I finish them properly. Are they the ones that gain armour if they're on fire? Those are the ones, yes. fire, aren't they? Ah. <laughs> Uh, from a gaming point of view, I haven't played much. What I have played a bit of is um, more Black Plague. Black Plague's fun. The kids all like playing Black Plague. Uh, Zombie side. Yeah, um, I'd I'd like to play that. It's great. I've got Wolf. I've got Wolfsburg, and they are clamouring for Wolf Werewolf, so we're going to move on to the Wolfsburger. Wolfsburg. Wolfsburg. <laughs> Wolfsburger. Mm. Mm. Yeah, they all want werewolves, so we're going to stop doing that. Mm. Yeah, that's, uh, that's it for me. I think. Okay, well, um, I've uh, gone out and bought a Games Workshop product uh, because they re-released Blood Bowl. And I couldn't not. The, the, the models are lovely. The, the new pitch is really nice. Not too sure on the new range rulers and uh, scatter templates. I, I kind of prefer the old clear plastic ones. Um, for anyone who can see that the, the new range ruler is kind of... Oh, uh, so, some of the dice. Uh, sorry, some of those dice that come in this set. I actually saw one of the demos. Are uh, pretty shonky as well. The um, is it a D twenty? D sixteen. Oh, it's D sixteen. It's pretty uh, awful. I, I don't know what you mean. It's a D sixteen. There's it. It does not roll very well at all. It's a D sixteen. Of course, it doesn't roll very well. <laughs> Um, I, I would say that if you're having problems randomizing with 16, um, I still have my third edition tokens, so I can put those in a bag and pick one out for a random play. Um, no, I haven't had any problems with dice so far. There's, there's the new block dice, which are pretty much the old block dice. Um, yeah, I, I've started painting my human team and realized I can't use my old color scheme on them because it wouldn't work. So. <coughs> Mike, is it is it a nostalgia purchase though, or is it an actual? No, I I genuinely do still love Blood Bowl. I play it on PC. Okay, so, uh, but I mean, there, there is a there is a there is a new GW game coming that I'm very excited about from a nostalgia point of view. What's that? Titan Legions. Uh, Adeptus Titanicus. Yeah. Yeah. Titan Legions, and that that I'm I I want that so much. The scale is bigger. Everything I've read about it sounds amazing. I'm kind of sad the scales changed. What's the scale? I'm not. I, uh, they've, they've, they've moved it up slightly. Instead of being six mil, it's going to be eight, I think, and therefore the Titans are going to be more like six inches high, the Warlords. It's, it's moving more towards Flames of War scale. Oh, okay. So, oh, okay. 
Yeah. Uh, the Warlord Titan, in theory, is about like six inches high, is the estimate. So, does it actually um, come? I, I, does it come with infantry as well, then? I don't think it's going to come with infantry, no. I think it's going to come just like the original game did, with just Titans, and then the infantry and other tiers will come later, uh, just okay. like it did originally. Yeah, originally it was uh, Titan Legions, and then, what was it, Space Marine? Yeah, Space Marine. Adeptus Titanicus, and then, uh, then Space Marine came out with infantry, and they kind of filled in the gaps afterwards. Space Marine was the first ever... The box and like the artwork was my first ever introduction to like Space Marines. It was... Uh, Mine was Space Hulk. Uh, it, mine, mine was that, and uh, a cousin of mine having some Space Wolves, uh, the old uh, Terminators. I love the original game, when it first, the original Epic when it first came out. It was amazing. It was just it. It, was, just, it was the artwork for, for Space Marine. It was just great. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it was a good box. I, I, pre- I preferred the, was it 40k second edition stuff myself. Oh, uh, what? The, oh, the original um, trader cover. The original drug trader cover is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, yeah, with the guy about to beat someone over the head with an orc head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. The um, uh, the fist, the imperial fist was crimson fists. Oh, crimson. sorry, yeah, crimson. Yes, fists, sorry. Say, imperial fists are the ones that are more uh, buff coloured, aren't they? Yellow, yellow. It is yellow. Oh, that's yeah. yellow. oh there's the space. I didn't think it was technically up. yellow. I thought it was more sort of buff. But okay. Yeah, Anyway, yeah, they're very yellow nowadays. There we go. I've got, I've got a picture. I'm just going to stick this on the chat for nostalgia purposes because it was just so good. There we go. There we go. Oh at... god, the old oh, terrible yeah. land raider. No. Oh, oh, did you see? I posted. I found one. I found an original 40k um, land raider. I've got one. I own one. They're so bad. Mm, they're just off. See, see, we're um. Were jeans stealers around when this came out? Like, uh, had um, we had jeans stealer cultists have been around for ages. Well, space, space, space Hulk came before before the cultists. Um, so yeah, not sure. I, so I'm not sure if Space Marine came before Space Hulk. I'm really not sure. It's, they're close. Uh, Within a few years of each other. I was gonna say, does the, didn't the jeans stealers turn up in Space Crusade? Uh, no, not first. There was chaos, and there was something else in Space Crusade. I think Gene Stealers or some variant hybrid were in. Oh, there was Tyranid Warriors and stuff in there, weren't there? Tyranid things in Space Crusade. Gene Stealers, Stealers, I'm pretty sure, just did first appear. Anything of any variation that first appeared in Space Hulk, the original Space Hulk. But there were two versions of it before much else came out of that ilk. But um, but a similar time to Space Marine. It's a similar sort of time. It's not far off. It's just because you're really they're dates the, now, aren't you, Mike? I, I am, yes. Mm, not, it's just close. because uh, it's just because the banner in there has the Ultramarine McCrag, you know, uh, killing the. It was a myth Gene before Steeler. it was a reality. Battle of McCrag was a myth before anybody really knew what it meant. Yeah, uh, Gene, Gene Steelers first appeared in Rogue Trader. Oh yeah. Wait, so does this predate Rogue Trader? No. No. Oh, okay. Um, yes, Gene Steelers appeared in the first edition of 40k, but at the time were not related to Tyranids. Mm. Uh, they were simply noted oh, yeah. as, an, as an enigmatic monster from one of the moons of mm. Imgal, spread throughout space and threatening to become a real menace. Mm. Can't tell so what there, you know. there was more stuff in Rogue Trader than ever was released under its banner, though. Well, that, that, that had some really weird stuff in it. I mean, that was back in the days when you could take like beast men as free imperial guard, and there was, was it, yeah, zotes but, and all sorts of other stuff. I remember Matt Matt 
uh, Townsend has got an original copy of Rogue Trader. I remember thumbing through that for the first time because I never saw it when I was growing up. And it was just, it. Mine's, mine's in bits in a box because it just fell apart. And his is in really good condition, wow. surprisingly. And it's got, <clears throat> you know, all the Space Marines with, like, uh, with uh, swearing and graffiti on their armor and, cool. you know, but... Back when it was cyberpunky, it was it, it was a it was a very different unit. I mean, even if you even if you look at second edition and the uh, the war gear book that yeah. came in the box, yeah. the sheer amount that's in there. I mean, you've got oh, the cards. They were so annoying. It, even though I love it, cards now in other games, it was so annoying. Yeah. Well, it was a, you you have things like a double page spread on an explanation of how a thud gun worked. Oh. And the, uh, oh, was it the, the the con- the conversion beamer that just never got. Oh God, yeah, I love that. The conversion beamer was mad. And anyone who can yeah. remember the rules for the original shock attack gun, good luck to you. Oh, the one that had different tables for if it was being applied to infantry or vehicles. Yep. Or tanks or, yeah. Just, ah. Oh. I mean, it was it was such a shonky game and it just made no sense. It was fun to play. It took a million hours to do so. But the background to it was just phenomenal at the time. <laughs> And and now it just takes hours to play, and it's whoever's rolling on the most dice. Shame, shame. I was going to say I thought the playtime on Forty K had been severely reduced. No. I don't know, because um, cl- a club it seems to go on for a while. That may be the point values they're playing to, though. I know you can play Forty K quite successfully at lower. We're quite off the topic here. Um, what was the topic? Yeah, yeah, I think because it's midnight, we should probably end. <laughs> just, just end. Well, you know, we might as well because um, I've got work tomorrow. So yeah, me too, and I'm tired. And yeah. So Alex. Yes. Just sign us off. Go on then. You've been listening to Elite Cadre, the epic podcast that doesn't take itself too seriously. I've been Alex. I've been Mike. I've been Kurt, and don't forget to Google um, Sean Connery and Zardos. I am Sean Connery and Zardos. Oh dear God. Uh, uh, uh. I'm that hairy. No, I'm not. I'm not that hairy. <sighs> Method acting. All that hair. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye, Nick. Bye, Nick. Bye, Nick. Listen to Elite Cadre, a War Machine and Hordes podcast. Email us at elitecadrepodcast at gmail.com or find the whole team on Twitter at bit.ly forward slash elite cadre. 
Music provided by Martin de Bont and Symphony of Spectres. And now, in a world of perfect production and seamless transitions, we bring you the chaos that lurks beneath the surface. These are the Easter eggs. Don't say buckle fucker. Oh, okay. <laughs> there we go. That's all set up now. So, we's recording. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I will warn you that if I do go quiet for a bit, it's because I'm on quite a lot of painkillers to even be able to speak right now. So, Oh, is it the leg again? No, no, it's the wisdom tooth. Oh. The, the lack of wisdom tooth. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I had it taken out last Tuesday, um, and it is just appalling. I can imagine. So... And, uh, and I've had quite a busy day. I mean, I've launched an anime convention. What more do you people want? Me? I saw. I saw some of that beforehand. Yes. Yeah. I I signed up. Hey. To, to, to the, I don't to know the enough. About, I've looked. The more I look at anime, the more out of touch I feel. Good. Good. We want to be <laughs> exclusionary. I mean, inclusionary. <laughs> yeah. No. I look. I just. I look at anime in general and go, okay, that's been out for like ten years. I've never heard of that. That's been around for ten years. Never heard of that. Um. Uh, the, the best thing, yeah. The best thing is, uh, I've actually had Pete Buxton get in contact today and go, uh, "Oh, well, if you want a stall that does merchandise and plushies and pocky, um, I can do one." I'm like, "Yeah, that helps the dealers' room quite a bit." That's. Um... I'd have never had Pete Buxton down for that. But there we go. Uh, well, his uh, wargaming store in real is also an anime store. Oh, he's a bit yeah. poor for anime. I was aware of that. Yeah. Yeah, a bit of a whore for sells, anime. Sells a lot of anime t-shirts. I, like I might even wear a Leak Cadre t-shirt sitting here. This as well. I just, uh, I, I literally walked in the door just as you were posting. Where's this happening? I haven't stopped all. Day. Well, I've, I've, I've just finished a very nice beef stew, so uh... Uh, I'm having like a baked potato and beans because it's all I can cook in the time. Oh, this was slow cooked from this morning. It was. Mm. I'm having Pringles. Uh, well, I was at the door with kids to the school run and today it's just been one meeting merging to another. I got to three o'clock and I went, why do I feel a bit faint and not really concentrating anymore? Oh, I haven't eaten yet. Yeah. Can people hear me? No. Yes, we can. <laughs> I didn't know. You could probably do that. Being a, Alex, you could probably do it being a little bit louder, but it's fine. Is that better now? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Quite <laughs> Or Southern, though. <sighs> anyway. A bit better. So, uh... Discussions for tonight. Uh, Benj, you entered the team tournament, so you're happy to talk about that? Yeah, I, I think that might be my... Because last night I got to bed at stupid o'clock. If I do get mute, I'm doing some stuff. So uh, if you want me to talk about that, just let me know. <laughs> let you know, <laughs> let you know now, stuff. Ben. Yeah, uh, I have I to do some washing. I want to talk about ATC. Yes, I, I did see that one. What, next year's? Next year's 2017. Yep. Oh, yep. Ooh. Um, what else did we say we were going to discuss this evening? I had a list. Uh, oh, we can talk about the upcoming errata for January if we want. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. I have to look at some links and stuff first. That might require going for the insiders. Uh, should we should we take a pause on that one and just wait until they come out with the errata? No, yes. I put it in the uh, I put it in the publication. I'm going to talk about it. So I think mean, we can kind of touch on it. Okay, okay, that's fine. Well, I'll, 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 I'll go through the... Uh, actually, uh, Alex, because oh, no, you're on your phone. Uh, no, I'm not ben, on my phone. I'm on my PC at the moment. Okay. Would you mind just getting together... <laughs> would you mind getting together a list of the links for the insiders about the... Yeah, I'll do that now. Uh, right, cheers. Um, 
then okay we've got the stuff at the etc and then uh, second half we can have a quick go through the uh the new warlocks Ooh. if everyone's okay with that did um yeah. did what's his name spoil uh, any stuff about the retribution war jack because he said he was going to on his like twitter feed and or something i don't know i have uh, no idea Mitch. doug hamilton is it the he I was good don't, don't oh, okay. follow him. okay no problem so, um, no are we going to be spelling it out with uh, my track three um, How do you do that? Have we, have, they, haven't actually, they haven't fully confirmed him, have they? Is he in War Room? Yeah. Today. All right, I'm all over that. Hang on. Today. Like, as in not yesterday, today. But wow. Today. He's on it like white on rice. Fine. Well, I'm trying to eat as well, but, you know. I'll have a look to see what I've got. I'll need to I'll do Alex in a minute where I sit here eating. I haven't got any prawn crackers, though, I'm afraid. I've got crisps, actually. Yeah, it doesn't look like there's uh, an update for Madrak. Oh, you taunting bitches. Trolls, <laughs> warlocks. Yeah, I was just trolled. Yes, I was just trolled. He's been released yeah. today. I guarantee he's been released today. It's on Twitter. Uh, he, may, he, may be, he may have been released today. However, he hasn't been updated in War Room yet. No. I'll do another check for no. updates, but that already up to date. No. So. no. Oh, taunting. That's what that was. Got all Alex excited, is then. leading us all again. I apologise for nothing. How could you? You've been misled by Alex Smith. Currently up to date. Who knew? Um, so okay. So if we just go on the the newish warlocks, then the they are warlocks. definitely all in there. Oh, are they now? Cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've looked. I've looked at that. Yeah, I've got that. I have looked. So like Una and um, Horgle, yeah. uh, Car and Fiana. Uh, Horgle was the only one I really didn't take any notice of. It, yes. Because trolls, you knew that already. Okay, links. Uh, oh, if you're a troll player, as well, have you seen the thing that they're doing on their Tumblr at the moment? This isn't uh, a troll. I'm not following for two trolls in one evening. No, they, they've got a thing on Tumblr at the minute where basically you can ask, ask a warlock or warcaster any question you like, and this this week or something is chosen for me. So you ask a question oh. on their Tumblr, and they pick five at random to ask the warlock, and he answers something. I don't quite get exactly how it works, but. All girl answers your question. That's in, that's impressive. Yeah. Right. So I'm doing these in chronological order in the chat. So that first one is the, the very first kind of discussion about the errata. Uh, then this next one is the Q and A we did. Um, yeah. More just answers to questions. Um, then there was the next one that he did. Upcoming. On there. And the one he's just recently done, which is on some. Discussion, okay. Along the lines of throws a freaking bone here. Oh. There's a new outside, uh, outsider, insider, and I've not seen. Man, Kurt's gonna get so many complaints. I don't know why they're making that noise. But... I'd like to start with, I am not Alex. Yeah, we're and we're not formally starting the podcast yet. We're live, though. Don't be sheepish about it's, it, though. It's, it's recording. I know. I know. I know. But it's not. this is the after bit. Before, after, after, before bit. This isn't the podcast proper, is it? People can complain if they like anyway. Dear complainers, complain all you like. My name is Alex Smith. My head hurt already, and then you started talking. And now it's Yay. got worse. <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that one of the complaints? 
Is there a, uh, a desktop Twitter app that allows you to be logged into multiple Twitter accounts at once? Uh, I use tweetdeck.com. Well, you need multiple, I would say you would multiple different apps would be the best way to do it if you want multiple different Twitter apps, different accounts. No, it isn't. No. So what's the one you use, Mike? Right. Oh. If, if, are you talking about on a Windows desktop, multiple? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what you use is something called TweetDeck. And what this allows you to do, you start, you go to tweetdeck.twitter.com, you sign in with your standard Twitter login, and it enables you to add a second account um, to that. So... For instance, what I have set up is I have um, my normal Twitter feed, um, followed by some Twitter lists I use to make uh, just reading Twitter more well, readable. Uh, then I've got the Elite Cadre one with the replies for that as well. And then on the end, I've got the one for my anime convention. The login details for the Elite Cadre Twitter. Have you got an anime convention? Yes. Um, well, just tell us the name, mate. You know the username, um, <laughs> and, and I will put the uh, the password in the chat. I'm, I'm elite. I'm cadre. Elite. There you go. I haven't got any crisps for those people that want to complain. Oh, I ha not with me. I can go get some if people want to complain more. I can go get noisier food. Have you got any poppadoms? No, I know that's your speciality, so I haven't got any of those. Crackers. <laughs> yeah. So I've got tweet deck on the thing. Yeah. Gosh. You just use the internet successfully. Bloody hell. Mm. I know it's terrible. Uh, what uh, you need to what's the world coming to? Yeah, what you need to do is on the left-hand side you should see a, a little logo that's like two people next to each other. Okay. Uh, if you click on that, it yeah. should bring up Twitter accounts. Yeah. And you can use the add account thing at the bottom. Oh man, I need to remember the password. No resisting, we can give it out now. Have we actually got any listeners? Uh, yeah, we have. Is, is it Matt Townsend? That's the question. I thought you were going to say an amount. No, what? we have. We have. We have at least a listener. At least I listener. Um, had a bit of feedback, some direct feedback from a listener. Uh, oh, okay. The, uh, yeah, so dear. In relation <laughs> to the amounts that we uh, talk over one another. Um, we don't, he, pretty much. I didn't think we did, but he said that there was a particular episode, and I think there were a fair few of us on this episode, where it kind of got to the stage where a few of us were talking over one another. Um, uh, so. when, we, when we get to five people, there is a lot of cross-talk. Five too many. Yeah, five too many. That's why I didn't record on one of the, previous, one of the recent ones, because five too many. Shut the conversation. Get rid of Nick. That's just yes. not fair. <laughs> yeah, I'm there with that. Where do I sign? <laughs> On the dotted line, sir. Uh, I think you would right, just be a little bit more careful about what we're doing. Yes, indeed. He's so, talking across someone. <laughs> so in relation to um, things. In relation to things. Brilliant. The, the, running things. the running order. Most insightful. In relation to things. I like it. In relation yeah. to things. Um, what, where are we going to go with first? Uh, well, do you want to talk about the ETC first? Uh, yeah, I can do. Yeah. Because, okay. Well, our choices are, I'd like to do the Warlocks in the second half. Yeah. It's basically an extended spelling it out. Okay. Um, yeah. and then that gives us, um, the Errata, Benji's tournament experience and the ETC. So either we go straight into the Errata and then... Sort of sandwich the ETC announcement between that and Benj. Um, or we launch with the ETC thing as news and then move on to the errata, then the tournament. Your choice. Um, should we do general news first of all and then we'll do the ETC after that? 
when you say general news, the general news we're talking about will be the errata stuff. Yeah, yeah, errata. Yeah, that's what I mean. Um, okay, okay. I mean, okay. If the, let's just um, not the work. A couple of other bits to come out since we last recorded. I've I, I've not covered anything. Ooh, been, link, but busy for the last week or so. So busy. Um, yeah, stunningly, when you're on a large amount of painkillers, you immediately become very, very busy and don't want to talk to anyone. <laughs> I imagine everything. Well, proportionately, it's harder to do anything, isn't it? Pretty much. Um, I had uh, well, I had three days working at home last week because I just I could not handle the office while I was on painkillers because I knew I would have thrown someone through a window. So. <laughs> Oh, that was hilarious! Not sorry, not that, not not painkillers <laughs> and throwing someone through a window. No, no, some never mind. Out of context, laughter, excellent. Yeah, it, it, it was funny. It was funny. Good we glad. In news, discussing the December update for SmogCon that's just come out today. Uh, is, yeah, we can discuss that. Is there a December update for SmogCon? Yeah. Yes, there is. What's the update? Um, it's quite. Update to schedules. We'll, we'll cover it. We'll cover it. I'll, uh, yeah. I'll grab it on the screen so I can have a ch- quick chat about it. Also, at this point, um, I, have but, I have but one painted model on my desk. Get ready for this if you can see it. Is it a Spriggan? No, it's not a Spriggan. <laughs> you may recognise that one from just the outline. I, I can't. It's really blurry. Stop talking, Ben. Stop talking. Yeah, it keeps flicking back to you, Ben. Oh, I know what that is. That's the Blood Bowl thing. Uh, yeah. Morgan it's Thorne the free. Name. It's it's the free Morgan. Got many years ago. The free Morgan Thorne got. Yeah, Games Workshop delivered my Blood Angel Codex late, and um, as compensation, they said, "What do you want?" And I went, "A free Morgan Thorne." Okay. Wow, was that back when they were? You know, I was, like, I was muted then. We're to. It's like as as well as that on on the desk at the moment. Well. Just off the side of the desk, I have this box. We appear to be skipping to painting table. Oh yes, this lovely, lovely box which contains a full human team and a full wood elf team. Mm. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that you're playing some strange football game again. You have no idea how long I've waited for the re-release of Blood Bowl. I was, uh, I was watching it at club. I was, I was watching it at club, and um, it, it, it doesn't look. The board's kind of weird. I have to say that. The, How do you mean? Uh, it just looks. It doesn't look like the the original pitch. Or oh, you know. uh, it's it's been scaled up. Um, oh, okay. So um, the the board Can we and back up the Benji Benj and original pitch. Were you even I born think, when the original one came out? No, I've I've seen it. I think by original <laughs> pitch, he oh, okay. he might he mean the, the 1998 one. re-release. Yes, the cardboard one. I think he might. He must. He must. Be. Wait, wait. When did eleven? When did the first Blood Bowl come out then? Eleven, oh. I think. Twelve. Before the first Blood Bowl. And yeah. how old are you now? Some older. I think Mike was about two, maybe one. Oh, cheers. That's. Uh... I'm going ch- to check this now. It can't be that old, surely. You do that. You do that. Blood, Blood, Bowl, is... Blood Bowl is very, very old. Well, the original game never had thirty. Came here we go. Uh, the game was released in 1986. There you go. Oh, I was I was one. Me too. Was one. Me too. Mm. I was three. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Yeah, I was one. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> About fifteen. No wait. No wait. I was buying it and playing it. But yes. Uh, f- first edition. Was eight, first edition was 86. Second edition was 88. Uh, third was 94, and then 
third got re-released in 1998, which is when I picked it up. Um, yeah, me too. And it, it pretty much replaced all my other war games at that point. I, I absolutely adore Blood Bowl. Um, and, yeah, it's... I am... Um... I still have first edition in the loft right now. Is that the one with the um styrofoam pitch or no the first edition? No, no, well, before that. Before that. Styrofoam was second edition. Good yeah. lord. It, it didn't oh no, it had a cardboard pitch but in sections, not as a fold out yep. one. Yeah, fuck I mean, it was four or six sections it was in and it uh, came with little cardboard figures that went into stands. I got yeah. Death Zone as well, so I got the expansion to get with it as well. Um and it's, I've still got it. None of the subsequent stuff, but the first one. Yeah. That's all you need, eh? Next to the first two editions of uh, of um, Space Hulk. Ooh. I've got a copy of Space Hulk under the bed, which I actually need to, you know, assemble. Is that, so a, specific, we, um... is that a specific edition under the bed? <laughs> Space Hulk <laughs> under the bed. <laughs> what? Should we, should we start this, this train wreck on podcast? <laughs> we need to start talking over each other more. Yeah. So you want to launch it to news? Do you want to do most of the news? Because, like I said, I, I don't want to do all the talking this episode. Yeah, that's fine. I can I can lead on that. Oh, does that mean Alex is doing most of the talking this episode? <laughs> well, you can do it if you want to. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. Ben, ben just start. Then his, his connection will break up, and then he won't be able to carry on. Yeah, <laughs> that's the bad thing. That is pretty much how it will go. Yeah. So is, is everyone clear of eating implements and? <laughs> oh yes. Jesus Christ. I don't use the E. I'm busy. Fair enough. <laughs> I've got, got some food, so I'll be... Uh, just put the guitar fun. down by the sound of it. <laughs> Mic drop. drop. Where did they but drop Mike? <laughs> I was waiting for that one. That's, that's, that's the thing. The mic, it's a mic drop. It's mic a mic drop. drop. The leg's gone. <laughs> I'd have answered those questions about the team tournament better if I hadn't have... I don't know. I'm really tired. Oh. I mean, it was a good tournament. I actually enjoyed it, even though I only went, like, three and one. No, no, one and three. Sorry, I didn't win three games. Fuck, who, who am I? not all about winning. Oh, no. Well, that's the competitive scene at the moment with all of these lists. There were some people there with some, you know, other janky stuff that was quite interesting. Some boys from near my way. Um, team Inverted, Chris and Adam. And Oh, that was the guy with the pointy hair. <laughs> right, okay. One of those guys was one of the guys with pointy hair. You mean from your way, what, Adam Jones, you mean? And Chris... Yeah, um, Chris Young. I can't his name. Chris Young. Yeah. Richard Beach with them as well? Is that the, I, I, I don't player? know then. They were friends. Richard Beach off of winning the Welsh game. Oh, yeah, that guy, yeah. He was, he was, he was friendly. Uh, Matt Beaton. And um, Matt, oh, Matt beats him. Yeah, Matt beats him in first round. That was the that was the round I collapsed because I, I got to the second second turn and I realised that he had Krios. He had he had Krios one knockdown and purification. So there goes Gareth like tech, and I put Gareth in silly position, unfeated. So you know, it was just yeah, it was just a catalogue of errors, and I just went, all right, you have that then. What snacky food have I got? Uh, I don't know. Oh, not why there. not? It's meringue. I'm not there. Not there. It's meringues or sweets. That's not really good. Ooh! That's bad food. Have one of those. It's been too long a day. I'll be out of the house at 7 in the morning as well. Yay! 
keep moving fire in my own face. Uh, audiobook. That's interesting. Uh, sorry? Did you order your book? You've got a new audiobook. Did you order the book? Yes. The troll book. Yes. Yes. Estimated arrival would be the 21st of um, December. You'll be lucky. Yes, I think so too. I think three weeks. Two weeks. Are they meant to be yes. released today? They're not in they're not in country yet by the look of it. Oh lovely. How nice. So if I'm really lucky I'll get it for Christmas. Yeah, no you have to be really, really lucky for that. Well you're looking looking or looking I make sure the order goes through, I leave it a few days and I email Rob and go, Rob, please can I have one for Christmas? <laughs> I feel that might be the best approach. I think it might be the uh, the uh, I think the uh, yes. I want to buy myself my own Christmas present. Please. Please can I queue jump? <laughs> Dear listeners, I would never abuse my position to try and get things from stores just because I know the guy that owns it. You would. I bloody well would. I bloody well would, yeah. That's why we love you. Oh, yeah. I just realised something. We're still live, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. still alive. And I can hear you eating what sounds like a yoghurt. Yeah, it's it, not it sounds, like a, sounds like a yoghurt, but it's not, it's not a yoghurt. No, it's, it's similar. It's similar to a yoghurt. In a kind of it? pot, it was a, it was a, it was a cheesecake. A cheesecake, interesting. Whew. I really can't wait to get into my new flat so I can start painting again. Honestly, I sat at my painting desk and I'm doing no painting, but you know. I, I, I know. I, I got a model back from a friend. I'd asked them to get my um, Alara done that I'd uh, got. He'd, he'd, he'd managed to get from the states from Gencom, and. Um, He's done a really good job on it. I just really wish that um, I could sit down and start going over all the old shit that I've still got left to do. I've got boxes of unpainted models. Infinity mainly. Um, but I want to start my painting. Is new. My, my Infinity models aren't even primed. And probably, they've probably fallen apart in the case. To be honest. I just don't want to build them, the, the spindly ones though. They're I don't want to build them. I don't want to play it. I don't want anything to do with it. You don't want to play it? No, I don't get it. It's like a foreign language. I don't get Infinity. I've tried. I'll probably just try again. I've got a friend that can play it reasonably well and understands the the mangled Spangrish. The nearest thing I have to a gaming club consulted on the new version. Really? Yeah. It, it, I, I, the people I go and play against, like Richard Dean and Dom and um, Ian, they have pseudonyms or their names are pretty much inside the front cover of the new version because they helped playtest some of it. Oh, wow. But um, I uh, don't get it. It's just like, uh, what? I, I like the aesthetic. And I have got the R- and I've got the RPG coming and I'm quite looking forward to playing or trying to write something. Next year is the year of attempted RPG and seeing okay. how, how that goes. And well, if we can use... Not for the first time, though. Really? Well, uh, it, it, we have a, uh, tried RPGing a while ago. Um... And we also tried, uh, what was it, Legend of the Five Rings a, a year or two ago. Okay. And that was quite good, but we never really... There's not many of us. And, I, RPG, um, when I, I did D&D a lot when I was at school, and then more different games at college and stuff, but then I, I discovered Wargaming, and it all kind of faded away. Yeah. The only ones that I can kind of remember um, are those uh, book, book and pencil ones that you used to do yourself. There. Yeah, oh, see. Like the Goblin turn to page 84. Yeah, fighting fantasy, fighting fantasy, that is stuff. Yeah, I remember the um, the front cover of the book he had a strange fantasy lion on the front of it. The uh, I started going down to the Northwest Gaming Centre 
on a Wednesday evening. Should be there right now. Are you getting uh, games then? You... Yeah, yeah. But I was going to say I'm surprised at the amount of role players that are there on a Wednesday evening. We've got four groups of role players there. Mm. We've got kind of five, six in each group. What about the War Machine community there in comparison? Yeah, it's, well, there's not nearly as many people, but there's a good sort of five, six of us that are then there. I played uh, against Bryce Johnson a couple of weeks ago because uh, he's now working with Steamforged. I was going to say, um, uh, were you told about our, lo- our Lord and Saviour guild board? No, 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 was, you know, no, no, I wasn't. But oh. um, I, I, I don't think uh, the game we had quite what we were looking for in a competition scale. Oh. I don't know. Put a bunch of a challenge. Let's put it away. Hello. Oh, dear. Oh, dear, he's back. No, uh, back the fun's over. Yes, Lord No Fun is here. <laughs> The fun police has arrived. Oh, no, oh, that's Epic Haley. Yeah, Epic Haley is fair and balanced and fun to play with. And again, you should look at the faces of the people where you, where you play Haley 2. Have you ever played it, Mike? What, Haley 2? Yeah. No, because I'm not that kind of rampant power gamer. Well, why not? Yes, you are. Uh, you win tournaments. You turn up, you rock up. With the underdog. Have you, see, hang on, have you <laughs> seen what I win tournaments with, Benj? Is it 18 Buccaneers? It's a pipe and slippers is what it is. <laughs> I won a tournament with, what was it, McBain and Damiano? Yeah, they're a power couple. I don't, uh, well, they're pretty OP, obviously. If, uh, and they have if unharvested... Them. If they have unharvested potential... And you and it's only you that can bring out, you know, that level. The magic. Yeah. It it depends on what I face. There are some stuff that McBain and oh sorry no it's uh, McBain and Epic Magnus I won the tournament with because Epic Epic Magnus possibly is one of the few Merc casters you sit there and go how, oh. how, how how is this allowed? Isn't he broken at the moment? That's what I heard. Not that I'm aware of. Um, I know that. Battle group, what is it? Battle group unyielding, um, mobility, um, and a couple of other bits and pieces. It's just you sit there and go, How, what, why, why, why would you do this? Um, but it's 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 fair and balanced. Uh, that is the one that I won a tournament with uh, Epic Magnus on one health box remaining, though. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, and, and, and that was purely won by the fact that I managed to run Crow's Cutthroats behind the opposing caster. Hmm, they're, they're OP as well. They, I wouldn't say they're overpowered, because they're, they're very fragile. Death 13, armor 11. Um, Class cannons, and they have to get And they have to get into the back arc. Okay. But they're very much a deal-with-them-or-die unit. Uh, they're easy to deal with, but you need to split off part of your army to deal with them. Mm. So, okay. Um, should we come back? Oh, uh, really? Come back to what you know. Oh, oh, no. Take everything real so, Do you want to work down from the most insane of the warlocks or up from the least insane? Does that mean I've got to look at rules? Pretty much. Oh, shit. All right, I better get ready. I don't know which is Why which. Do we go the way of the book and do is it trolls scorn circle legion? Definitely need to look that up then, don't I? I'm not sure that is the order. Trolls circle legion. Uh, trolls circle scorn legion. Yes, that'd be the order. I was going to go uh, trolls circle legion scorn. So most to least broken. Oh, trolls most what? broken. 
Hoggle is more broken than Una. <laughs> Joking. Apparently, that's what you just said. I don't know. What I kind sure. of madness is this? Well, we'll go, we'll go with trolls first, then. Right, I better go look him up, then. <clears throat> trolly, trolly, trolly. So who gave us the feedback that we talk over each other, then? Um, just a guy at the, uh, the Northwest Gaming Centre. Just like this oh, guy, okay. you know? Just a guy. Just a guy, you know? Indeed. Chris, can <laughs> you... You got the reference, didn't you, Kurt? I did. Yeah, he's good. A, he's, yeah. he's a hoopy There we go. Mm. Mm. He really knows where his towel is. He wants me to really push it. <laughs> uh, okay. I walked in on something, sorry. <laughs> Ooh, actually, that reminds me. Uh, tomorrow I should be able to get that on uh, Audible. Excellent. Oh, I'm just incredibly tired. This has been... Go to and bed, I... then. And oh, No, because I've got to go play Titanfall for a bit. Why what, now? I, I, I no, I just honestly can't relax at the moment unless I have a bath. I think shot someone in the face. Bath at midnight. Well, it's that or get up in the morning, and it'd be quicker if I. Have, I won't sleep that quickly now, as just as Ben just said. So if I have a quick bath now, I can instead he'll sleep in the bath now and, and drown two hours. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, no, you've seen me and a bath. I can't drown in a bath. I just can't. Are you not, just not unless you're not... touching the ceiling? <laughs> I can't drown in a bath. It just wouldn't work. I I don't know why, but that's just getting, giving me the image of that gif of um, the reverse of Jaws of shark being on a boat and a man clawing for some reason out the sea and eating the boat and, and <laughs> trying to eat the, the shark. Shark moves in the tank in the cage. Man's in the water. What? No, no. Have you not seen the gift? What have I just? That's a weird, miss, bad quote of clerks doing jaws, but revert. that's weird. Yeah, it's salsa shark. Salsa shark. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. We're gonna need a bigger boat. I need a bigger. Oh, uh, where's the where's the gif? I need to find Whoop. this gif. Send it to Kurt. Uh, just because it makes me laugh every time I watch it. You, you, it's one of the few like, things in life. You've got like five or six seconds before I close this, and and and. Oh, and please give me. Back. This carries on without. Carries on without you yeah, anyway. Yeah, we can. G- stay. Give me. Get, not give unless me, I give press. Me. Not unless I press the stop broadcast button. Mike, you've got, don't you've do got away before we've carried on chatting. Quite a, not every time. Hey, I found it. I, I've I've literally found it. Can I? Can I just? Can you give me a minute? You've not I, figured I, it out though. What? You've not. You said you've literally found it. So that would suggest you've not. Found I. It. I have. Li- I've. I found it. Just. I'm yeah, putting just it stop in... explaining and just do something. All right. I'm... <laughs> Mike, you like that teacher that just shouts at you and you just don't deserve it, you know. All right, I've posted it in there. Oh, brilliant. I can't wait to look at this. Oh, shut up. Just look at it. Yes, I've seen that one before. Yeah, it just makes me laugh. <laughs> Righto. Oh, come on. It, it's funny. That, that's and it was just, fine. And it was just, the idea, it was just the idea of Kurt in a bathtub. Is it just made shark? me think of that. I don't know. What? Is it left shark? Oh no! Don't do don't do that. That wasn't even funny at the time. He's so judgmental. Andre mannequin challenge. Oh god! How can you do that? Just we're already it. we're already mannequins. I mean, look at well, that, that picture. Kind of it's kind of a podcast, so. But I'm animated. That's not really me. I still can't work out if there were model metal Jesus out before Space Hulk at eighty nine. I'm still struggling to find that out. <laughs> I'm reading it now. But I don't I can't look out when models are released. They have actually found some uh, really early unreleased cultists. 
Um, well, I had some, I had some cold and stuff that came out kind of that were either released or were around at a similar sort of time. But because um, I had the cultist, I might still have the cultist army probably in the loft. Wasn't there an article on Bell of Lost Souls about some of the rules quite recently of old gene stealer cults that were just mental? I had it... limousines and stuff. You make yeah. limousines and things. I had one of those. Yeah, one of the armies. Uh-huh. I had an army. And now the ultimate gift to send back to Benj. What's that? Oh dear! What have you sent me? Ah! Ah! Oh, that is not even funny anymore. And they fucking worked it into Overwatch. And <laughs> you know, and you, know fucking... you know, Beth, I've been seeing for uh, about seven or eight months, has changed her name to you, Elizabeth Archer. <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm not even joking. She's legally changed it. She's Elizabeth okay. Archer. Mm. That's interesting. Kind of the Pharaoh Commandos, by the way, that we didn't talk about. So, so, so we can say you're flying into the danger zone. Danger zone. Yeah, she'll understand the reference. And like. Yes, get K logins out and everything. If, if anyone is still listening to this, if you haven't watched Archer, go do it now. It's it's on Netflix. Just, I'm just saving go. it. I'm saving it. Watch all of it now before you sleep again. What, what no, do you mean you're saving it? There's, there's like two more seasons to go yet. Oh, yep. I don't know. Yeah, there are. Uh, there's, a, there's a movie out on Netflix at the end of the week that looks quite good. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, called Spectral. That looks quite good. I, I would say I think I think it may have Gene already Steeler. gone. G Steeler, a box set released in 1990, introduced G Steeler cult, including G Steeler hybrids and the Magus and the Patriarchs of the game in 1990. So the G Steeler models and the Patriarch and the cults came out a year after Space Hulk, by the look of it. Oh, there we go. Um, That's going to be ages to find that. Just just to go back to the movie talk, um, it may have left cinemas by now. I don't know. Uh, if anyone gets a chance to see the movie, your name. Um, you should do so because it's really good. Who's in it? Pardon? The Jason Biggs one. So the no, Jason Biggs uh, one. No, it's the uh, the new Makoto Shinkai one. Uh, it's just been oh. out in cinemas. Oh, so the uh, trailer, I think, is you? No, you said that. It's really, really good. Um, a lot of people in our cinema got kind of ambushed oh, by it. Right. So, yeah. so, so there was a certain point where all you could hear was sniffling from the row behind. Um, mm. Yeah, really, really good. Uh, in January, they are re-releasing in some selected cinemas the original animated Ghost in the Shell. So, oh, I've seen, I saw that in cinema when it recently. <coughs> oh. I, I've I've kind of fallen out of love with that one. Well, the, um, uh, okay. The, the live action looks entertaining. You've seen the trailer of the live action. I, it does. It does. Yeah. I, I, I was. I, I did like the original of uh, the, the that that version of the Ghost in the Shell when I saw it. Then I read the manga. Then I saw Standalone Complex and went, oh, no, these are better. Oh, Standalone Complex. Yeah, but Standalone Complex is is really good. You you can't... I I, I still like the uh, Oshie original movie. I do. As a standalone thing, ironically. The the problem is I I don't like the music and all the colour's been removed from it. And and it's got... uh, Goodbye. It's got Oshie's horrible (laughs) navel-gazing stuff in it. Which he puts in all all oh, of his okay. movies. Um, he 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 actually made oh, there's a movie he made called Avalon. I've got it. <laughs> he actually made worse by having more of this navel gazing. What is the soul bullshit in it? Yeah, he did. He, he takes yeah. he takes twenty minutes to put across a concept you could put across in four words. Yeah, but in I, I suppose. I suppose if you like that stray dogs. Stuff. Stray dogs was all right. I quite like the "What is the soul of Ghost in the Shell?" It's half the point. Have, have you seen yeah. Stray Dogs? It's supposed uh, to be. No, it's, no, so no. the concept itself is a dual is a dual plot 
concept, it, isn't it? It, 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 it? I'll get your point. It is, it is the point of the film, Kurt. However, I think he could have got... He, he, he really hammered on that message when he didn't hmm. need to. He could have said it much more succinctly in a couple of lines, got across the same message, and been absolutely fine. I just felt like... Well, I quite, I, although for me, though, I like the... Because the, it's the two halves. So there's, there's the spirit of, of, of a computer lost in the in the the net for a better word for it and then there's there's um then there's the the general who's then questioning herself and is she still human and is despite her enhancements is she still human where is her soul it's the the, the two stories mirror each other all the way through the whole film you're not gonna like them this new live action because oshi is the, the main consultant on it so he's the main consultant on it but if you look at a lot of the stuff it's blending um the movie, it's got the uh, the antagonist from Standalone Complex Series 2. Um, it's got bits of Standalone Complex Series 1 in there. It's definitely got some of the manga influences Have you watched well. some of the little bits on YouTube? They're really good. Yeah, oh, they've got a full trailer now as well. Yeah, no, I meant the making-y bits. There's a few making-y bits on YouTube. No, they're very yeah, short. Yeah. They don't spoil anything. Yes. They're really good. Yeah, yeah. No, I've, I've seen some of those. Really I mean, it's, it's definitely something I'll go and see. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I do have problems with Oshi as a filmmaker. How many of his films have you watched, though? Because his earlier stuff, he did it quite well. He did the soul-searching quite well. It... Uh, I mean, I've seen Ghost in the Shell, Ghost in the Shell 2, Avalon, Wolf Brigade, possibly a couple more back in the day. Did he do the animated Wolf? Uh, Bri- Pat Labour. Uh, I like Pat Labour. Both yeah, Pat Labour is amazing. I like Pat Labour. It's very long, which is very good. And Pat Labour too. It's yeah, I like Pat Labour too. Yeah, I like that too. Pat Labour two, in some respects, is better. It's, it's, it is. It and and that's got your navel gazing in it, if you want to yeah, call it that. But has, it's yeah. but it but it is so well done. The music, the pacing. I watched that in ages. I need to get that. I need to download that. I watched that in a long time. That's really good. It there is, is a new, there is a new Pat Labour. You realise? Oh, yeah, know. I know, I know. Yeah. And there's the live action uh, TV series, which is more Seriously. comedy. Also, the original yeah. Pat Le Bore and the original Appleseed seem similar, and yet the, the remakes or reimaginings of Appleseed have gone off in very different directions. They've gone more Pat towards the manga. Yeah, they have. And more than, yeah. yeah. But I like the way the different Appleseed stories tell the same story in some respects over and over again, but different aspects and give you different backgrounds. So you watch all of them, and you find out all about the like, background, how it became Cyborg, and all this kind of stuff you find out from watching the different, inter- different interpretations of it. Yeah. You read it, you probably find it all out that way as well. But although the original first animated movie was a was a travesty, like uh, well, um... bear in mind there was nothing else at the time. I liked it because it was I was like nineteen and I re- and it was it was comparable to what else was around at the time, Ex- except I, Akira. Except Akira. Yeah, but I, I liked Black Magic eighty eight uh, M eighty eight. So I'm pretty bad as well. But that was a but that was a bad time, movie. Yeah, yeah, bench, we know well. you're a terrible human being, and that's. Oh, it came out in a massive wave of we got hit with tons of everything from Wicked City to fucking Cyber City eight oh eight. Yeah, I really loved that when it first came out. Um, actually, tons uh, of stuff at the time. thinking of all this, I've actually just had clearance from uh, Manga today um, that anything of theirs we want to show uh, at the convention. We can. Oh, the label, the label. Yeah, yeah. excellent. So. Mm. I, I, I would definitely watch um, Tank Police. <laughs> oh, oh, the original Dominion Tank yeah, Police. Yeah, it's so bad yeah. and fun. 
<laughs> I love that thing to pieces. It's yeah, it's so daft. Bad. Yeah, um, it is. It is. Mm. Also, one of the best worst theme tunes ever. Yeah, oh, so bad. Mm. What the original one? Take the list. Yes. Feel the power that we got. Yeah, that was what about awful. planets or um, Gatchaman? Uh, never, never seen Gatchaman. Uh, Whatever, uh, any of it. No, not, that not, wasn't not, 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 not even the really recent series, uh, Gatchaman Crowds. Well, it was supposed to be a film, wasn't it? It never seemed to have happened. There was a film that was a trailer and a film and shorts about it, and it never seemed to happen. It was like two years oh, ago. Oh, the big li- the, the live action big CG. Well, no, CG. It was a kind of pseudo live action CG thing, and it was just like, it never happened. There's a trailer. You can probably still find the trailer on YouTube, but it never actually seemed to happen, unless I've missed it or it never came out beyond Japan. I don't know. I but, vaguely um, remember something like that happening. I mean, Battle of the Planets is the first exposure most of us had in the UK of my age group to any kind of anime. Bad American rehashed and raped, but it was what it was. Uh, it's quite um, funny that you've actually watched Avalon, though. I don't know many people that have watched Avalon. I, um, I was friends with an FTV student at university, and part of his uh, degree involved him getting an audience of people to uh, watch and criticise a film. Um, I think he got a bit upset when I compared it to Tron. Um, oh. I've not seen it, I'll be honest. I haven't seen it. It's not bad. It's okay. Um, it's, 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 again, it's got, it's got a, a decent story going for it, but I think you could cut out 20, 25 minutes. And it'd be What's the, um, the new Pat Lee Ball like? Is it another sequel or is it a remake? I think it's a short at the moment, building up to a new series. It's it's based on it's kind of like the first movie, but it's more like the TV series, more slapstick. Okay. You got to realise that Pat Labor's TV right. series originally was more of a comedy with a bit of okay, with a bit. I like the fact it's quite serious. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it had an animated series. It was it was comedy, but then there was a layer of like detective stuff, and then t- that's why one and two, okay. like one, starts to go down that route. Like it's really creepy when uh, the virus takes over uh, 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 the heavy industries, whatever the hell it's called, and yeah. and you just see the screens with like uh, Babel written over and over again. That scene was yeah. really dark. Actually, um, I, like, I will say, if we're on the classics at the moment, there is one thing I've just picked out of my my pile of stuff to watch that I'm going through at the moment, and that is Bubblegum Crisis. Oh yeah, I got that. That's, yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm old enough to have seen Akira in the cinema with um, individual subtitle in the cinema, and it was re- we got cinema release in the UK in about ninety two. Uh, uh, not not even the original dub with one of the turtles in. <laughs> I have seen that, but in the cinema I saw the uh, original with subtitles. Wow, you're old. And and I've watched it with I've watched it in Japanese without subtitles because I used to watch it so much we ended up watching it because we knew the plot, knew what was happening. We didn't understand Japanese entirely, but you kind of go, I, I know this film so well, I don't care. Best thing I ever saw was when I was in Tokyo and I saw uh, Zeta Gundam, a new translation, the first um, one where they integrated new animated I was scenes. Zeta Gundam, the film where we couldn't be bothered to reanimate half of it. Well, they did reanimate quite a huge chunk of the second and third volume of it. Yes, but they left in the original animation where they hadn't done it, and it was just weird. I know, but the music saved it. Um, uh, it was just really good. And I will say, I am looking forward to seeing the re-release of um, Zeta Gundam next year on Blu-ray. Is it coming on Blu-ray, a new translation? Um, new translation isn't, but the series is. 
Oh, oh. Why isn't you translate? I, I mean, I managed to get myself a couple of copies of like one, two, and three. So, but um, when I was over there, but yeah. um, s- simply put, um, there's not enough money in the movies to bring them over. Wow, they were they were rammed when I saw them in Japan. Yeah, I, but the West doesn't care. The West wants TV series. Uh, okay. Because well, the yeah. only the only release we've had was that US box set about ten years ago. Which, admittedly, I own, but... Um, I've got a fan sub series, well, probably a Chinese sub, actually, back in the day, um, on, on, on DVD. But Sadly, my copy of Mobile Suit Gundam is on the other side of the room, so... Uh, um, I've got most of the UC Gundam stuff. Oh, actually, I, I will say, um, just before I go to bed, because I really need to, uh, what I have found is that uh, Gundam The Origin on Blu-ray is actually only about 25 quid on Amazon JP. Oh, okay. So It's, it's bloody expensive anywhere else. Well, it sold out in the UK and was £80 a volume. Jesus. I mean, I don't mind. I don't mind having a, a digital copy. Uh, it was fine because um, I also got Thunderbolt uh, quite recently, and I watched that. And Thunderbolt was amazing, and I can't wait for the. Oh, I've never watched Gundam. Uh, it. It, it's a really hard to find a good starting point. I find for to introduce people. No, it isn't. You send them Gundam Seed. You're done. What? And then they don't ever watch anything ever again? No, but if you send them Gundam Seed, then they research and find out, oh shit, Universal Century is like 500 episodes of random shit. I, I still do like Gundam Seed somewhat, but that's just a guilty pleasure. It's not a guilty pleasure. Seen, um, as, a, as a random aside, there's a thing that appeared on Netflix, which seems to be unconnected to anything else, which is Space Pirate, not Horgle. Oh. <laughs> no, it's like, um, it's like a... Um, yeah, I know what I know the one that you're talking Horlock. about. Horlock. Horlock. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it was a I knew it was a troll name. I've not seen it, but I've heard it's I very watched good. it last week. I watched it last week. It's all right. I think my daughter will love it. My nine year old I think will love it. Uh, not no, what I expected. Need... Interesting, I'm... but anyway, I'm gonna have yeah, to go to bed. Yeah, me too. I'm gonna love you and leave you guys. Thank you for uh, listening, anyone who's still on YouTube and uh, we'll see you all in a month's time. Bye bye. Oh, have a good Christmas and a happy new year. See, I'm not all hate filled. There you are. Just murdered. All right, okay, fine.